out. All right. H Boogie in the house. That's good. That's good. Happy Thursday, everybody. We are H-Boogie back. H Boogie in the house. We are in the house today. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. This is Dr. Clean look, right? This is Don't Dr. The clean K. Up. This isn't mm-hmm. fluent. Somebody, somebody took fluent. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I need my glasses. I need my glasses. It, I like Dr. it. Clean look. It's, it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. You look a lot younger. It completes the look. Yeah, you know. It definitely I mean, takes like all, shaves ten years off. All the, all the old head. You're an old head. I figured I'd uh, okay. show you. I'm, I'm not that old under the beard. Okay. Jay, are you next? Um, no. <laughs> no. I'm like Samson. My strength is in my hair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I do have to say something because um, I get in trouble if I don't uh, say this in the first minute uh, ch- to, to chill. Mm-hmm. Um, Junior says, what's up? What up, young fella? He's like, I will listen. I will listen to the first minute. And if I don't hear you say it, so tell him. I'll tell what's him up, Fluent it. Junior? If you're, if you're watching. What up? Um, all right. Any, any, uh, what, what prompted the, the beard shave, Fluent? What? Um, you know what? Really nothing. Really nothing. I used to just okay. do stuff um, all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'd shave my head. I, you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you remember. I don't know if you know this. When, when I first met Jay, um, I had shaved, I shaved my head for, like, bald, bald, bald. Uh, for, uh, I said, I don't know, like a personal protest towards COVID. And I said, I'm not cutting my hair again mm-hmm. until COVID is over. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it'd be like a month. And so by the time it was over, not really, Jay and I had started doing the show and my hair was so long. I actually had like a, a man bun. He did. Oh, and I think I knew. I saw you when it was like that. Head, yeah. You couldn't tell because it was slicked back. So when I yeah. was like this with the headphones, you couldn't see. And then one day Chill said something about, you know, those old dudes that go to the club with their hair up in a ponytail. And I went like this. I was like, what? Oh, and he's like, oh, my God. Didn't know know. Yeah. I did not know Tone had the bun. I did not. <laughs> oh, you did didn't not even know that. Know. I didn't even know it because it's how, how you see how, how you see us? This is how this is how we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Right. well, even this seeing is... Jay in like in person, he's way taller than I expect. I mean, I knew you were. I know you're a basketball player, but like seeing you in real life, like just What'd like way bigger. And I'm sure you are too <laughs> fluent. I I know you're. What are you like six three? We're 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 we're, we're about we're about half. Um, we're we're about like half an inch, an inch. Like he says, he's six three. He's not. He's probably closer to six yeah, four. Because I'm a eyes. I'm a full honest six three. Like <laughs> he's like he's like this much taller. Because I was I was evaluating every picture that we had together, and I'm like, oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So he's you have a little. Okay, okay. Yeah. I checked him out. I, I checked him out. If you go to Utah, mm-hmm. go to the stats, uh, Utah State, you'll see that it, he's listed at six four. But. In all honesty, I, I'd been listed at six five before, so you can't really trust those things anymore. Yeah, like what do they say? KD is like seven one. Well, KD is. <laughs> or they say six ten, but he's really 11, like seven yeah, three. Seven, yeah, he's always something different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was. Uh, I was watching H. I was watching the uh, before we got on today. I was watching the NBA Finals from 21, 22, I'm sorry, when yep. the Warriors beat the uh, Celtics, mm-hmm. and the more I watched this the more I am confident Steph Curry doesn't have to do anything else. That championship solidified him. And the reason why I felt like it solidified him is because all the, all the critics that said what he did the first time when they won it, Mm -hmm. and then to win it again with the crew that he had as the lead doll, all of that other stuff in the middle with getting KD 
I do understand it, and I feel like that KD did throw a monkey wrench in things. But Steph Curry, in terms of his legacy, solidified himself when they won that in 22. Because what I proved was, with these dudes and without these dudes, I'm still the dude. Mm. I already felt I already felt like Steph Curry was better than Kevin Durant before Kevin Durant had got on the crew. Yeah. Simply off the strength that before you came here, what I'm doing now, I was doing this before you got on the crew. I was already doing this. We added you. So essentially what we added was another lead singer. We was already belting out hits before you got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now that you gone, we still belting out hits. And right. This solidified who Steph Curry is, 100%. So I 100% agree with you. And I think I I actually posted a video, I think yesterday, where I said, you know, so many people say Steph needed KD. I said KD needed Steph. But in reality, they needed each other to overcome that that Cavs unit that they had because it was Mm -hmm. so dang good. Um, But when you say solidified as a top 10 player over Magic or just as a, as, you know, an incredible I take player. the I take the top 10 player stuff out of it. I think this solidified his greatness of who he was and it solidified him in the NBA as an all-time great player. And any questions that you may have had about me, any questions that you may have had about whether I can do this or can I be the best player in the championship series, they got answered in the series. They, it, 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 all, of, all of the questions that you had about Steph Curry over at that particular point for me in particular he had he had answered all of those questions because when i saw them play against toronto when i saw them play against cleveland right when i saw him in the championship series when i saw him play against houston he had moments where he wasn't very good but it was obvious in that boston series i will lose to lebron i will lose to leonard i ain't losing to you yo i'm not not you this is it's not your turn yet Mm -mm, it is not and i'm not losing to you I agree. You know, I'm in agreement, full agreement. <laughs> no convincing for me. Fluent, what are you thinking? I, I think I. it feels like we haven't done this show in like a month. It kind of does. Feel like that, don't it, don't it feel like I ain't seen y'all in like like two weeks or like three weeks or something like that. I got so used to like the panel Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then, you know, then then this. And it's just it's it's only been a couple of weeks since right. since I stopped doing the panel. And I'm like, man. I yeah. ain't seen you in forever. Like, I ain't gotta talk about caught up in what's been going on, and and um, you know, I I don't know. You have the topic, so go go ahead. I'm I'm ready, but uh, you you know I'm ready to rant about something. Oh yeah, um, we'll start off with this super chat because right. we appreciate it. Um, Nevrock four two o two. Um, Flunichel, love the show. I need to ask you both something. Could you educate me? on the audience of Tiny Archibald. I know he was good, but when Dr. J put him on top of his top 10 list, uh, well, you got to remember now, this is why, this this is why guys like Dr. J are important. And the reason why they're important, Tone, is because they go relative to their era. So if you look at my top 10, my top 10 is configurated of a bunch of different guys, but it's mainly big guys. And why is that? Because, that's what the era was. That's the era that I grew up in. Doc grew up around. Doc grew up watching Jerry West. He grew up watching Oscar Robinson. He grew up watching Tiny Archibald. He grew up around these dudes. So this is what he's going off of. Now, again, I'm not going to be the guy who in 60 years, I'm still going, 
Magic is the best point guard that I've ever seen. Because I'm not going to say in 60 years, I ain't seen nobody better than Magic. But relative to the era, right, relative to the era, he's looking at the guys that he came up with and thinking, I don't think I've seen anybody better than this guy. And Nate Tiny Archibald, who led the league in assists, led the league in scoring, in the same season, by the way, he did that. These are, this is the kind of guy went to went to went to uh it's called UTEP now, but it was Texas Western. It, it was Texas Western a long time ago. Nate Tiny Archibald, one of the best point guards, championship point guard. He was on that 81 team that won the won the NBA championship. I can understand Doc's logic with Nate Tiny Archibald. I can I, understand. I think I think there's an appreciate appreciation uh for Tiny Archibald for those that played against him or saw him play. Because mm -hmm. he was one of those point guards. One, he was small. Right. And so hence the nickname tiny. And so mm -hmm. in, in an era, especially when it was very big men dominant and, you know, chill just said about his top 10, my top 10, I actually discount the big man a little bit. Like if there's, if it's a close between a forward and a guard and a center, I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm taking it away from the center because I know for the first 60 years, they were feeding it to the big man. Like they were force feeding them the ball. So in an era where that was the case for him to play like he did for him to achieve what he did, those guys are like, damn, like it's hard enough to make it to the NBA as a six, eight, six, nine and be successful. Imagine doing it mm -hmm. as a little guy. So I think those guys appreciate it more. And I always say this, right? One of the things we in the moment forget about, and this is why I don't, as you know, rank players until they're done, mm -hmm. is that we always believe the 60s thought it, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 10s, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50, the 2050s are going to think the exact same way. The mm -hmm. era I'm watching now is the best. No one ever thinks this is the worst era of basketball. Like that no, I'm watching, like in like for that age group, like there's some 70 year olds that think this is the worst right now, sure. But I mean, like if I'm 20, 30 years old, I think right <clears> now, <throat> you know, when you're when your game is being molded, when you're falling in love with the game. So that was Dr. J. So for him. He really felt like compared to the players he was playing against, mm -hmm. this guy was the top 10 player. And that's where it's hard because you're going to say, well, look what this guy does today versus what that guy did 50 years ago. And they're mm -hmm. never going to match. It's, this one's always going to be better. But if you're like, well, I'll use the perfect example. Because I got into this, what, about a year ago? Because there was that big J.J. Redick, Bob Cousy thing, right? And everyone's like, J.J. Redick would run circles around Bob Cousy. Sure, but J.J. Redick versus his contemporaries was nowhere near, right? Like he's, he's not even a top 100 player in his time versus right. Cousy. So you can only compare them to their people. Yeah, of course, J.J. Redick has 100 years of, of knowledge and training and da-da-da-da-da. Of course right. he's going to be better. It's stupid to even say that because it's duh. It's obvious. But compared right. to who they were playing against in their era, what they knew, their knowledge, their – what's his name? Uh, Brett, ba Brett Berry. Just did mm -hmm. an interview, um, and I think he just did it. Hip hop who Rick, Rick Barry. Rick Barry. Did I say Brent Barry? His son. My bad. Yeah, mm -hmm. Rick Barry. You good? You good? You good? And and he was like, he's like, just imagine. He goes, we didn't have masseuses. We didn't have conditioning coaches. We didn't have nutritionists. Like he go, we would rent a car, and four of us, six foot ten dudes, would dive into a one rental car and drive from mm -hmm. city to city and play. We didn't get, you know, our meals were, I think he said it was $8 was their per diem per day. Yeah. Could you imagine what you're eating yeah. $8 even then? And he goes, now it's, you know, it's a chartered plane with a gourmet meal and a nutritionist and a masseuse. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be, I'd be better off too. 
And so now some of them, I think, makes them a little bit, you know, if you get caught right. a little too much. But there's also some advantages. So that's why I say it's so almost impossible to compare um, just one versus one. It's, just, it's not right. fair. And and errors are difficult to compare too because again we're talking about a different time we're talking about different technology we're talking about the game being different but relative to that time how good was this guy so if I look at a guy like Nate Tiny Archibald who was six foot if he played in today's game left handed could get to the basket one of the best distributors that the game had seen at that time how good would he be in today's game with advanced technology Nate Tiny Archibald would be just fine yeah, yeah, he yeah. would be just fine in today's game 100% he would be. and and the no games, and the game's evolution because we fight about the people people haven't evolved just so you know it takes millions of years for people to evolve Tone, one more time for the people in the cheap seats nobody in the back heard you cuz people think automatically that after like 30 years the athlete has just no. become no. just super superior i'm like what what and are we doing honestly just it just just look if you look at i i know that he was using steroids but whatever ben johnson ran like a 969 in 1988 in seoul korea 987 what the, like even what's use and usain bolt ran a 962 like when we're talking about they go oh they've gone faster a hair like a hair like you know zero seven seconds is like it's not like they didn't go from they only had a 40 inch vert now they jump at 52 inches no but are, there's more people but different that's a different car i don't want to get into that but what but again it's just it's that's that whole thing that the people don't evolve people take millions of years to evolve this is where i was going you uh -huh. know someone brought up to me said well 2018 had the most records broken than any other year in nba history and i said cool let's look at those let's look at some of them and right. of the 10 that this person brought to my attention five of them were three pointers well, i'm like yeah duh they didn't even shoot three-pointers until 1980, and they didn't shoot them in volume until like 2000. So, of course, they're going to break three-pointers. The other one was dunks, and this one I loved. Uh, Rudy Gobert broke the record for most dunks in the season. That was one of the 10 they sent me. And I said, dude, they didn't even start tracking dunks till 96, 97. So, like, <laughs> I like there's this long history of 100 years, and wow, they broke the record. I'm just like, got to put it into perspective. So and to, add, to, to, add, to, to add to your evolution point, Tone, I mean, Jesse Owens in 1936 in in Germany, he ran a 10-6. That's 60 years. I'm sorry, not 60. No. Usain Bolt. That's, we're talking 70, almost 80 years after Usain Bolt. One second slower. That's without Nikes. That's without yeah, right. masseuse, right? That's without. I mean, they, they had to take a boat, by cleats, the way. From cleats, that was cleats in a sandbox. They were running with, with in a sandbox. That was it, Tom. We're not getting on a plane and going to Germany. We had to get on a boat for a week to get to Germany. By the way, he might have been. And, and, he might have been faster if he wasn't looking over his shoulder for someone killing him. Right on top of that. I forget that. On top of that. Yeah. So I have a difficult time with the whole evolution thing. I do know that the athlete is different today, and the athlete may very well be better, but he's not superior because I'm watching Kenny Smith in the dunk contest in 1990 throw the ball between his legs off the backboard and dunking it backwards. That's 1990. That was over 30 well, years ago. Clear though, a lot of that. See, people use the dunks too. That's that's creativity. That's because I saw right. Jordan only did what he did because he saw Dr. J. Right. Kobe only did what he did because he saw Mike. Right. Vince only did what he did because he saw 
Dr. J, Vince, or Dr. J, Kobe, and Mike, right? It's right. you see what they're doing and you grow. That that's creativity. That's 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 a different thing. Now, right. again, the last thing, and we can move on. There's more people that are more athletic and more skilled. A hundred percent. You know that there's a billion more people in the world than there was 20 years ago. How about that for an idea? There's going to be more. There's absolutely going to be more. Yeah, I think there needs to be like a healthy respect between generations. Like we, I know you guys, I've seen your debates with, you know, the younger generation. And I think the older generations have a hard time accepting like new things too. So it's like all across the board, but at the same time, like we, I, I didn't see, you know, a lot of those guys play. So you just, it's just a healthy respect. And yeah, there is an evolution, but we have to factor in the entire context. Like you said, the shoes, the workouts, all these things. And, so. and, when, and when we start. Like, you know what? Yeah. A lot, every kid started playing. I didn't start playing basketball till my freshman year in high school, like playing organized basketball mm -hmm. because there wasn't like I'd go and play because I love basketball, but I didn't play organized till my freshman year because there, there wasn't anywhere to play. And now mm -hmm. my son is right. Started last year. He was eight playing, you know, two years up with 10 year olds, but he's getting how much more experience like he's 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 played more organized basketball in that one year at the age of eight than i did i want to say in my first until my first year of high school so right i would expect you to have better like if he's not handling the ball better than me come his freshman year in high school he's you know it's a good thing he's it's a good thing he's a good baseball player too yeah my 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 set in the seventh grade my my really good friend at the time's name's antoine dasher comes up to me in the seventh grade and goes assumption all saints. That was the CYO team that we, it's called the Catholic Youth organization. And that was the league. I don't play organized basketball. I don't know how to play organized basketball. I don't know anything about organized basketball, but this was the team that was in the city that everybody took the, the kids played for. And he comes up to me in the seventh grade, yo, all saints is having tryouts today. And I told Chris, you were coming. I guess I'm going to tryouts. Yeah. I'm yeah. not prepared to go to tryouts, but I guess I'm going to tryouts because, and the next thing I know, I'll go to tryouts, Tone, and, okay, Jermaine, you on a team. I'm on a team now. Wait a minute. How did yeah. we get here? I, I only <laughs> I only did it because my football coach said, what are you going to do between now and track season? Right. I'm like, I don't know. He's like, why don't you hear it? And he introduced me to the basketball coach. He goes, you're, you're kind of tall. Go go play basketball. I'm like, okay. I mean, right. You, you got genetically, I'm on a basketball team. Now. Yeah, genetically blessed with that height and athleticism. Why not? You got to. You got to give it a try, but we're going to move on because yep. um, kind of our topics for today are like the future of. So mm -hmm. I want to start with we'll get into some NFL because I have a lot of questions, a lot of questions. But mm -hmm. um, I want to talk about USA basketball and kind of where are we headed? I don't know if you guys have watched a ton um, of this season's or the trainings, um, but there's some there's some questions kind of in my mind about where we're headed. So uh, I know in the chat people are asking you fluent about Canada, and we can get to that. But Jay, just start us off with where are we going? Where is USA going? Well, it looks like we're going in the right direction because we got a bunch of young guys. That's the yeah. thing that's most important. So with a bunch of young guys, that suggests that we're trying to build a national team. Now, is this going to be the crew that we're sending to the Olympics? I think that there's going to be some modifications. But for the most part, a lot of these young dudes, I think that they're going to be on the crew. Bridges, Bonchero, uh, Triple J, 
Anthony Edwards, who I think is the future of USA basketball. Um, I'm not sure if Brandon Ingram is going to be on the crew. I do think that Jason Tatum is going to be on the crew at some point. I think that Devin Booker is going to be on the crew at some point too. But with that being said, it looks like we're we're in the process of building a national team, which is what I think is the most important. That's why these teams that you see, Spain, uh, Greece, France, why they're so good. One, they build the national team. Two, these guys are, the get, are together for so long, which is why they're so good for so long. I wish that, I'm hoping that our national team, we would get back to that as opposed to these throwing these crews together. I feel like we're on a track. I feel like the, I feel like USA is on the track of doing something like that where we have a bunch of young guys. So in the future, we'll still have these young guys. I think Jason Tatum. I think Devin Booker. I think Anthony Edwards. I think these guys, Bonchero, Triple J, will be on the crew on the Olympic team. And then on the next Olympic team, too, because they're so young. And the fact that they're starting young, I think that helps out building a national team. It's also significant because it's not only – hope for team usa mm -hmm. but it's hope for the league you know it's so difficult and you've you've seen this you've had to watch gr the greats retire and now it's kind of that my generation's like step LeBron, all those guys it's it's hard to imagine a league without but you're so right like shay anthony edwards jason tatum brandon ingram like these guys are so talented um and we've only seen them scratch the surface i think so mm -hmm. um yeah i also mean, think too h i also think too that there, I, I'd like to see some more pride being taken in playing for the national team because, yeah, you know, these other countries, this is everything to these guys. Yeah. The Greek national team, that's everything for them dudes to play on the Greek national team. Yeah. I remember a, 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 a great story that I heard in 2000, Kobe Bryant couldn't play in the Olympics because he got married that summer. And Mehmet Okor, who was from Turkey, said, quote, he was playing for the Utah Jazz, and Mehmet Okor said, if Turkey had made the Olympics in 2000, my wedding would have got pushed back. Right. Prime That's example would be Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson, he actually pushed his wedding up in order to play on the national team. And that's the kind of pride that I'm talking about in, in, yeah. in wanting to play for the national team and wanting to do it for a long period of time as opposed to just once, to keep your national team being at the top of the world. Yeah, the, like the video that comes to mind is like Dame, like Draymond helping Dame shake up the champagne, you know, like there's just moments that come from not the league and the friendships that are built and the relationships we see. Like it's so different. And like, yeah. I don't know, I think that goes to show like our, maybe America's our, the pride is in the NBA, which is good. Like there's a lot of pride and a lot, a lot of love for the league. But um, I agree. I'd love to see more of it. OK, 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 <laughs> OK, time out, time out. OK, hang on. There is something, there's something that a huge thing that's being missed here. Okay. And I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to the team USA in a second. Yeah. But you have to understand in most of those other countries, there's two two driving factors. Yes, national pride and of, of course. Right. You've talked about that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that aside because you already talked about it. Yep. When those players, like their parents, I'm going back now, I'm not talking now. When they wa they were watching basketball, they were playing basketball, there was no team in that country. Like, there might have been, but there was no NBA, right? There was teams, but it wasn't like the NBA where they were making millions and millions of dollars. When you played for the Olympic team, you got paid. And if you got a medal, you can go look this up. A lot of countries still pay their bronze, silver, and gold medalists a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. So there was there was also a financial benefit to it. So obviously the national pride that you talked about. 
but there's also financial reward because mo- you know they weren't all coming and playing in the NBA. They were right, and even the leagues in Greece and Turkey and Spain and whatever they didn't pay anywhere near as much as the NBA. Even and you remember, you know, it, we're not going that far back. Like '80s NBA, we're getting paid a couple hundred thousand dollars, which was great for the '80s, but it was it wasn't generational wealth. You weren't getting a hundred million dollar, thirty million dollar contract. Let's say right, mm-hmm. that wasn't happening. So there was financial reward, and it was, and that was that pride to go and say, hey to the other countries, especially the USA. Hey, we beat you at your game, right? They, basketball is your game. That's the, that's the American game right? when you look at it Olympic from the Olympic standpoint. So that, I think, got passed on from generation to generation, whereas in, in, the, in, in the U.S., when you, even growing up, no one thought my goal, my dream, is to grow up and play for Team USA basketball. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think that, that was that ever on your mind, Jay, or was it, hey, I want to make the NBA? Like if you had to never one. Now you may have had neither, but right. if it was one or the right. other, would it have been Olympic team, NBA? The NBA. And the Olympic team, they didn't have pros. It was a college thing. Yeah. All of the guys that had the ability that you know, you you played right. with you guys who made the NBA. Did they ever ever say, I want to make the NBA or I want to make the Olympics? None of these guys really talked about playing in the Olympics. Yeah. None of them did. So, so that's so that's why I think is part of the problem is that the goal was never, whereas in some of the other countries, the goal is to play for the country versus in the NBA. So you have that, but this is my issue. Now let now kind of go back to the actual question you asked. Mm -hmm. And I know this isn't exact. I just pulled it off the internet. Whoever gave me the first list, this is the top 20 players as of June of 2023. Okay. So take that. This is not my list. And you can add whoever you want, but it'll, it'll get us to a point. Okay, Jokic, not not U.S. Giannis, not U.S. Mm-hmm. Embiid, although he he might play, he's not uh, U.S. Luca, nope. not U.S. Then you got, and I'll go through these ones quicker: Curry, Tatum, Durant, LeBron, Booker, SGA, not U.S. Murray, not U.S. Butler, Dame, Brown. Davis, Demich, Kawhi, Trey Young, Irvin, Beal. So that's according to CB, CBS Sports, their top 20, right? Mm-hmm. Not one of those players is on the U.S. roster. Not mm-hmm. one. Not one of the top 20. Now, some of them are from another country, so you can go down. So when your top players, and I listen, I like Banchero, and I, you know, I like Bridges, and I like Brunson, and I really, really like Ant. But you're talking about your the, your best probably twenty players that you have, none of them are playing, mm. and that was the problem before the dream team because they were using college players. There was an arrogance that we can send our college kids. We need to send our best players because we're gonna. You know how much better the world is at basketball now. Now, Team USA can still go out and win this thing. Don't get me wrong. But the world is so much better. And to take it like we don't need to send our best players, I think that's going to be, it's going to, there's going to have to be another wake up call, right? There's going to have to be another, uh, when did they bronze? Uh, was it in 04? 04, they bronzed, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh, well, let's, let's, let's make, get some better. Hey, let's get Kobe in here because they didn't, didn't win it in, and didn't win the FIBA World Championships in 06. They didn't, they and didn't. bronzed in oh. that 06 too, right? And it was, mm-hmm. hey, let's, let's get one of these top tier players in to help. Right younger talent and i think that's what you're going to see so these guys will get through whatever qualifier or whatever right that's, 
But you're going to have to see one of those guys I just mentioned. And I know that some of them are a little old. I get it. But you're going to need some of that leadership to come in and keep these guys focused uh, or else they're going to get upset. And 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 they shouldn't because they're still the most talent in the world is clearly in the U.S. as I just as you just saw, even though there's four or five, six, six out of the 20 that CBS said aren't from the U.S., there's right. still 14 that are. So the, yes. there's still the overwhelming uh, top tier players are still there. So that's my that'd be my only concern is that you don't have the top tier players, any of them right. in there. And again, and, that's and I don't, to, to be honest with you, Tone, I don't think you need them. To be honest with you, I don't think you think need you them. Need and the reason why I don't, I, 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 one, two, I, I don't think you need all of those guys. No, 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 not all of them. No, I no, really no, don't. I don't think you need all of those guys. I do. I would like to see guys like Jason Tatum, guys like Devin Booker, like one or two, one yeah. one or two of those guys that's playing on the national team, as opposed to what the dream team was, right? Where you throw in a whole like seven, eight, nine, ten guys. No, if you're putting together a national team, if you look at what Spain did, and I always bring up Spain because a lot of people don't talk about how good that Spanish team was. Everybody talks about how good Team USA was in 2008 when they played in the Olympics with James and Brian and, and Chris Bosch. That Spanish team was fantastic with Rudy, with Rudy Fernandez and Pau Gasol and Ricky Rubio. That team was fantastic, and they were together. Mark, for, and Mark Gasol was on that team. And they were together for a long time. But those three guys are the guys that we know. The other eight, nine guys that they have are guys that we don't know that also played in leagues across the world, but they've been together since they were kids. Well, the same logic I'm thinking with the national team today where you got a star in Jason Tatum, you got a star in Devin Booker, but then you got these young guys coming up in Jaron Jackson Jr. You got Evan Mobley, who I would love to see on the on the national team be more consistent. Um... Mikael Bridges, guys like that. When you're building a national team where these guys are going to get better every year where they're playing in the FIBA World Championships and in two years, they're playing in the Olympics. And then two more years from that, now they're together and they're playing again in the FIBA World Championships. And they're dominating because this team has been together for a long time. I think that's the most important part of this. So why do you think... And I feel like this is somewhat of the NBA culture, the league's culture now, right? Where we rest guys so much more. We want to make sure they make the playoffs. Oftentimes they can't even do that. Um, And and that's just part of the game. But do you think that's a reason why we're not seeing any of those listed top 20 guys playing? Uh, Or why is that the case? Because I'm not saying that typically we would see like Steph, KD, Dame. Like that's not, it's unusual to not see one of them playing. So why do you think that's the case now? Are they protecting them? Are their coaches saying no? Like what's playing into that? I think, I I don't, I just don't think there's the, like I said, there's not the really the desire. Like if Steph went to them and look, Steph's played a lot of years now. So, but I'll use him as the example. If he went to them and said, hey, I want to play. They're putting him off. Oh yeah. Immediately. Whoever whoever the league guard is, he's off. Yeah. Do you think they've approached these guys like Jason. Tatum I, I think they have. I think they would have said, "Hey, are you are you interested?" But one of the things mm-hmm. Jay brought up that I think is is absolute is mm-hmm. that, and this is what the other countries do, just like any championship team. Here's our core guys, and you pick four or five of them. And say, "Hey, we need you to commit for an eight year stretch, mm-hmm. right, from twenty two to thirty, because you, you know at twenty two, right? I'm taking Ant and Tatum and those guys, and and, and yes. until they're thirty. Yeah. Yes. And so you take those core guys, and then you build. 
what you need around them. Then you can bring in, hey, Brunson coming off the bench would be a great backup to, let's say it was Curry, right? Yeah. Uh, right. B.I. is coming off to, to, to spell Jason Tatum. Like now, now they're, you're, they're, you're picking people based on roles, and now mm-hmm. your team is, is and that's what the other teams have, well, <laughs> as much talent they can. But yeah. now there's, because then there's a consistency. The guys get to know each other. They get to, there's a play style. There's a coach, mm-hmm. right? And, and that coach knows the play style and what they need. Hey, I need, it might not be the best player, but hey, I need this rebounder. I need this shot blocker. I need this. And, and just think about it. That's how you formulate a winning team. A winning mm-hmm. team isn't built. We saw it in multiple cases just by throwing all the best. Ta- You're going to see it this year in Phoenix. Just by throwing the best talent together and saying, go. Yeah, that doesn't win. That doesn't win. So, um, I think you like I said, three to four core guys, and 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 you get them to commit for two in a row when they're young, and and say, hey, at thirty, now it's your you can decide whether you want to play after thirty or not, and and I think that creates an actual program versus just it's an all star team, and that's what it kind of had become for a point was just an all star team. Now, Tone, let me ask you this question to 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 rebut that. If we had guys that decided to play for that long period of time, would this rebirth the super team logic? What I mean when I say that tone is I've been with Mikael Bridges. I play in Minnesota. Mikael Bridges plays in Brooklyn. And I've basically developed a relationship with Mikael Bridges. I'm a top five player in the game. And I play on the FIBA World Championships with Mikael Bridges. I play in the Olympics with Mikael Bridges. And we're actually really good together. So... My contract is coming up. You know, Brooklyn don't really look that bad. Add that to the fact that, you know, my man play over there. So well, that, that's, with, a, that's a great question. But here's the thing. They're already doing that because they're growing up playing AAU together and they're mm-hmm. on travel teams together. And then they work out in the summer together. And mm-hmm. then Dame says, yo, Jimmy's my guy or whoever's his buddy in, in Miami. And I'm only going to Miami. Right. Oh, me and Kyrie. Yeah, we're going to go play together in Brooklyn because we want to play together because that's happening anyways. So, right. you yeah. know, who cares? It's going to happen. So it's not like right. the old days where, you know, they worked out together in the summer and they hated each other and they're like, we're playing on different right. teams. We're going to see who's got, no, that's right. what they're doing. Right. How many of these guys played, played AAU together now? Like all of them, love them. All, yeah. all of them. So yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that being an, a bigger issue than it already is. Uh, we'll do a few super chats and then we'll move on to some NFL. Yep. Fluent, uh, did you have a rant or should we say that? Or did you? Oh, just, you know, you, uh, rant? you can. <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot. No, you know, I have a, I have a, I do. I have a problem. I have a problem. Okay. I have a problem. And, and it's with every single male um, that it seems to be on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. <laughs> heck, probably even in our chat. Because I don't understand, and I can show you. I've got if I if I pull it up, you're, you like and read some of these to you. Like you would you would laugh. Like why do y'all hate women? That's what I I just I really need to know. Why do you all hate women? Because I posted this thing. Someone had questioned me about something about the WNBA needs to stand on their own two feet um, and and not use subsidies, and and it, it's it's disgraceful and. They have no business. Hold on, no business should subsidize. No, no business should be subsidized by governments. You're um, you, you're missing the mark completely. The, the WNBA doesn't make any revenue, so they stink. It also, isn't true. Hold on, and just I, I, I'm just I'm going through them. I'm sorry, but you can see yeah. just tons and tons and tons, and it's yeah. all, and it's all the same thing. And just for the record, all I said was this. 
Paul, I said was this. The NBA wasn't making money every year either. In fact, in 2013, they were losing money. In 20, as, as recent as 2017, 14 of the 30 teams lost money. You don't want to give them subsidies? Between the year of 1990 and mm-hmm. 2010, so over a 20-year stretch, want to take a guess how much money the government subsidized the NBA? Take a guess, Jay. $10 billion. That's a little high. It's $3.1 billion that they subsidized them so that they be profitable. And all I said was this. All I said was this. The NBA, the MLB, NHL, every team sport, Mm -hmm. the NFL even, it's approximately, look, it's 47 to 51. Okay, so I say approximately. 50% of the revenue, of the total revenue, goes to the players. So all I said was, yeah, the, the WNBA should be like every other team sport, and 50% of the total revenue should be allocated to the players. And I got thousands, not hundreds, not tens, thousands of dudes. The NBA sucks, the, or the WNBA sucks. They couldn't beat a high school team, they were, or a boys' high school team. It's not about that. I don't care it's if they about. couldn't beat a grade school boys' team. Not That's what the about. point. They are a professional league, and every other sports league is on this same model. So just do the same model. Do you know what their model is? Their model is they get 50% of incremental revenue. So I'll explain that for some of the dodo birds that are in my comments, not in the chat, in my comments. It means they set a target. So they say, we're going to make $100 million. Right. The players get 50% of anything over that $100 million. Right. Just the incremental lift bait from their target. Right. So, so they made, I want to say, between 180 and $200 million in revenue. I get it. They're still losing money, but they're growing. And all I'm, all I, again, all I said was just do the same 50% of revenue like every other sports league. And the amount of like, like you're a beta. I don't even know what the hell that means. You're a beta. Why are you simping for the WNBA? Duh. Like, dude, you're a moron. You're a moron. And because everyone I asked, I said, hey, how come uh, every other sports league's team sport? Because obviously tennis is different than golf. Right. I said, how come every other team sports? I said, why not the WNBA? And they all just zip and they all zipped. Oh, they shouldn't subsidize the 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 WNBA. Why was the NBA subsidized? Oh, zip. Uh, if they're not making money, they shouldn't play. Okay, so should we have shut down 14 of the teams uh, that lost money in 2017? Should we have shut down the entire league during COVID? Because the NBA wasn't making money during COVID. No. Zero. Not one dollar. It's stupid. So I, I just, I guess my question is, why do you, why are you fighting it? Look, you don't have to like the league. You don't have to, you don't have to watch the league. You don't have to buy their merch. You don't have to do anything at all what they're doing if you don't like it doesn't affect you at all at all so why are you so hateful why is it they suck they should go you know like the stuff that they were saying was insane mm. why yeah. where's the hate coming from really like, quick tone before you go any further so for the people in the cheap seats that don't understand can you make sure that they're clear on what exactly subsidizing means so the gov- the government basically gives you money and they that's say, it. That's, that's all they do. That's it. that's it. So whatever you're doing, you 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 got a league going on here. Here go five hundred million dollars. 
Hey, you that's got it right But there. the NBA is subsidizing the WNBA and now, they, right? And right now, and yes, yeah. well, they've bought, like, they have a stake in them. Yeah, so yeah, become, yeah. Not even once fully. They, once they right. make money and get profitable, they're don't don't think it's a charity. They're going to take that money back. Right, right, right. It's a loan. It's a business, right? It's a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's, not, let's also not forget the NBA started in 1947. Mm-hmm. It was not it, uh, in 1979. So 32 years later, they were on the verge of going out of business. The NBA has been around for or WNBA has been around for 26 years. So it's still in its infancy. So imagine if some moron, right? Imagine if the women ran the world and they said in 1979-80, oh, you know what? Your league's on the verge of bankruptcy. Just shut it down. We That's wouldn't it, have an NBA. But instead, hey, let's pull money from here. Let's borrow money from there. Let's ask the government for some stadium deals. Da, da, da. Yeah. And it turned into this now $100 billion industry. Yeah. Listen, you don't want to watch it? Don't watch it. You don't like it? Don't. It's don't really that simple. Yeah, it, you don't it really is that simple. You don't think they could beat a high school team? No problem. Yeah. And that brings me to part two. Why the hell are you comparing the WNBA to the NBA and saying, well, they're not as good as the NBA? Because the media does not. it. Because the media does it. And that's a big problem, actually. Um, the, they're, they're bigger morons, too. Yeah. The, it, let, let me tell you, Fluent, from a woman's perspective, yes. I get my as a woman in sports especially like there's things that happen it is what it is but the thing that i think is the biggest problem because let me tell you with these girls like angel reese Haley coming in like these girls are going to change the WNBA. they're because we have a narrative around them and it's not and i know when we had sarah on she was like oh you have to know the narratives of these girls a lot of them are married dating broken up like that's not attractive ever but let me tell you, that's not always as a trap. Like for girls, sure, we love that yeah. stuff. And, and guys, oh, you too. Know, guys watch soap but it's not, watch That should not be your major selling point. I think. I think your major selling point needs to be knowing these girls from when they're young, yeah. seeing them in college, seeing that craziness play out, and then bringing them. And we're gonna see that play out, out to Kaylin Clark and and the LSU girls. Like seeing that in the WNBA is gonna be mm-hmm. wild. But I think the biggest thing is is like we are with the NBA. We're open to conversation and we're also open to criticism. Gotta, that isn't the case with you. WNBA. I gotta and pause so, you there. I gotta yeah, pause yeah, you yeah. because you said because I don't want you to lose it. You said they don't like the soap opera and the stories, and that's not true because go flip on PC wrestling, right? And everybody in the comments asks, why do you guys watch wrestling? Don't you know it's fake? And they go, yeah, it's fake, but we like the storyline. But for basketball fans, I'm telling you, like, nobody really cares. Of course, we we know, like, the Paul George, Seth Curry. Like, there's drama, but I don't think that same attraction isn't there. We care about the drama between the players. That's what we love. So you're telling me, so you're telling me, if if LeBron James and Dwayne Wade were dating, and then they broke up, and then LeBron went back to Cleveland, that first game between Cleveland and Miami, everyone's not watching it to see what's going to happen? No, we watch, I guess. It's just not the same because it's not common. There isn't the enticement isn't the same. I'm telling you. I don't know. I'm telling I'm being honest. I think we need to be honest about the WNBA. And that's where the anger comes from. And that's what I'm trying to be honest, is that anyone that compares them, that that you're right. That is the problem. Because you know, uh Serena Venus Williams will tell you we're the best tennis players ever. But we wouldn't beat the twentieth ranked tennis player. That's but no honesty. one, but no yeah, one, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one poops on on the women's tennis players, and and it's you know this yeah. is the other one that I got a lot. You know what? The uh, I want to watch the best of the best. 
I only watch the NBA. I go, really? Do you watch the NCAA tournament? Oh, yeah, that's amazing. Well, they're not as good as the NBA. Why watch them? Do you watch they high school? Great point. Oh, yeah, I love high school basketball. Well, they're not the best of the best. Yeah. So your issue isn't the quality of no. the game. Right. And, and, that's, and that, I think, is, of course, dude, if you're going to compare the WNBA to the NBA, yeah, it's going to fall real short, real yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. But you can't. It's either, hey, I like the game, and I'm going to watch it. And I, oh, I'm not going to like the game, no problem, and you don't watch it. But, like, I've never seen anyone come out in, more, like, the same people in my comments, and this is why it bothered me, because there was literally thousands mm-hmm. who don't, and I'm saying poop instead of shit on purpose, you don't poop on any other sport that you don't watch, but this one, it, for some reason, drives you crazy to the point where, like, you're commenting and getting into, like, you know, threatening, not me, but threatening to fight other people in the comments. Yeah. How much do you hate? And the only thing I could think of is you can't hate a game that much. So you must hate women. Like who yeah. hurt you, bro? A lot of, bro? People, do. A lot of yeah. people do. I mean, that's kind of the culture these days. And there's a, that goes into like, we could do a whole conversation on why that exists. But um, I think some a lot of, of the times valid- too, H, a lot of the times too, people ask these questions to stir up controversy. There's really 100%. no right answer to this, right? right to exactly. ask, could the best WNBA team beat the worst NBA team? We all know for a fact. <laughs> That actually, that actually was one. That was one oh of the clips God. that I I stitched that on TikTok, and I'm like, right. none. I go none. The WNBA, yeah. no. I said a, an all star WNBA team couldn't beat uh, the worst college team. Just it they, probably not. Wouldn't no. happen. Wouldn't no. happen. Wouldn't and they happen. just they, they ask these questions to stir okay. up controversy yeah, to get you to get you, to not you you in particular tone, but they ask these questions. One for views mm-hmm. for more popularity because I I I call that's that's trash TV for me. That yeah. is because there's no way for me to not only not answer that correct. There's no way for me to answer. There's the correct answer for that. But what's the point? What are you looking for from me? Are you looking for me to go? Yo, I think that the Ve- I think that the Las Vegas Aces could beat the 1972 nine and 72 Philadelphia 76. Are you looking for me to say that? Because Liberty, I think the Liberty this year could beat the 73 and nine Warriors. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, give me a break, man. What's the answer that you're looking for here? Because I can tell you right now, there is no right answer. This is all trying to stir up controversy. So mm-hmm. I don't I, I, I do my best not to get involved in that because I think it's pointless, to be honest yeah. with you. I just, but with that being said, I don't want to take away from tone. I don't want to take away from the women's game. The women's game, there's a lot of women, and there's a lot of women in that league who are ballers who can absolutely play. When Sarah was up here, I can't tell you how big a fan I was of Sylvia Fowles. I was a huge Sylvia Fowles fan, even when she was in college, when she was coming to the WNBA. I dug Sylvia Fowles. I thought she was fantastic. I couldn't wait to watch her on the pro level. I just I need I need to address this. Hold on, because this, yeah. this is the type of dummies that I'm talking about. Okay, so it's hating on women if you feel the WA is disinteresting. No, it's hating on women when you say they shouldn't have the same deal as every other pro sports league. And then you shit on them and say they shouldn't even have a league and they don't deserve to have to play basketball. That which that is, is hating on women if you do that. Nuts. If you find it disinteresting, no problem. I'm okay this with that. Don't watch it. No but, problem. But the issue, the core issue of where it comes from, I have a lot of friends. You know, I understand like guys' perspective on this. It shouldn't even be a women versus man issue but the problem is the media and how they handle it what they're not willing to say if we're going to have a discussion about building a business you have to be open about its flaws people are not willing to be open with the WNBA's flaws I interviewed Erica Wheeler uh she played uh who else did I have on a couple other women that actually Mm -hmm. are 
players in the WNBA or or almost made it or are wor- working mm-hmm. on getting in there. Um, and their journey is so similar. They do all the hard work. They do all the ins and outs going overseas. So many of these women have to go overseas and play to even have a mm-hmm. shot. And we know they don't make the same amount of money. I think the problem comes in where nor should teams- they. Just for the record, no sugar. They they admit in fact, that. they go this overseas. The people they go saying, overseas. They make more bread overseas than they make here. That, that's why they go overseas. This small portion of women, like we see it with women's soccer, we're seeing it with some WNBA players. Yes, some mm-hmm. of them are demanding higher pay, and that is what it is, and they should eventually get that. But I think we just have to be honest about everything and, and not hate the the yeah. girls because they put in the same work. You know. And, and let me just say, like, because that was the other thing about the pay. I never, because people said this too, because they don't understand what the percentage means. Never, never did I say they should get paid the same because they don't bring in anywhere near the same amount of revenue. However, if every league, and I'll say it again, gets 50% of the total revenue, goes to the players, then every league should get 50% of the total revenue. That's just, that's just, you know, that just makes sense. But no, no, they shouldn't, they shouldn't get paid. Now I will say this, I have no issues with them asking for more money because what do we say about every pro athlete? If they're holding out or asking for more money or when the players strike, Hey, get your bag, man. Like you need to get Get your money In, in, in the real world, in the real world. Do you know why men? in some cases, are paid more than women for the same job? It's because they ask. <laughs> you, That's you what want... you got to do. <laughs> hey, H, I'm so glad you said that. You're surprised I, how far I, you, you get got... if you just yeah. ask. You got to be confident and you got to know. Th- and you also have to be valuable to whatever company you're working for. You can't just ask and get it if you don't do anything. It's common right. sense. <laughs> like I see, I, see, I see people and it's like, okay, this person recruited me. This company recruited me and they offered me this. And I go, oh, what are you going to co- counter? And they look at me like, what do you mean counter? And I said, well, if they offered you, you know, 150, go back at 180 and maybe you get like 160, yeah. 165, right? Yeah. Well, I could never do that. Yes, you could. Not. Yeah. Because because if it was me, right, they offer me two fifty. I'm like, I don't work for anything less than three. And they're like, How about two seventy five? I said, Well, two seventy five and six weeks vacation. All right, what about what about two eighty and five four weeks vacation? Uh, okay, sure, let's do. Okay, like, now we work. How you do yeah. it? Like so, just now we now we work. But I think something. women are typically like. I'm not all. I know women that are totally badass, but some women are a little bit more. You know, it's not necessarily in their personality to be like. You know, it's hard. You gotta like push yeah. yourself, but that's yeah, just life and reality. Yeah, is. But that's what I'm saying. I'm never going to. I'm never going to. Not listen. Long time ago, like I'm talking before you were born, right? I used to run car dealerships, mm-hmm. and I would recruit the best salespeople by calling up. So I I had an Acura store. And I would mm-hmm. call up a Suzuki store and I'd say, hey, I was speaking to your salesperson. I can't remember their name. I would keep it gender neutral because I didn't know if it was going to be a man or a female. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't remember their name. Uh, but they told me they were the top salesperson. Like they were the top salesperson there when I talked to them. Oh, and I'll, this is a true story of this one. I'll give you the example. Oh, that's Candy. I said, oh, can I speak with Candy, please? Mm-hmm. Candy turns on the phone. Hello. And I don't, who is this? And I'm like, oh, actually a friend of mine bought a car from you. They were really impressed with the way that you you know, did what you did. Um, and I was wondering if you'd like to step up from selling Suzuki's to Acura's. Oh yeah. I'd be very interested. I said, come on in for an interview. And I hired her. Mm-hmm. What do you think happened two years later when she was my top salesperson? She said, Hey, cause we had a group, we had multiple stores. I think it's time for me to get, move up again, maybe to BMW. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what? That's the right thing to do. So right? she yeah. got, she got it. So that's all. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. asking. She went to BMW. So 
I think it's okay. Yeah. How far you can get if you just ask. Just ask. I think that's good, Fluent, that you brought it up. And, and the thing is, like you said, Chill, people don't want to have these conversations about what comes after that little comment that they post. That's just hateful. Um, but yeah. yeah, we also have to be open and transparent with all, all leagues. And, and it's cool. Like the history of kind of how the NBA started and the, how those you know all that works like you gotta you gotta know the whole extent so yeah jordan, jordan wouldn't have got those 30 million when the salary cap was 30 million if he didn't <laughs> if he didn't ask 100 um okay we'll do a few super yeah. chats huncho uh, no i didn't read this uh Foon and show and Haley. the year is 2012 money manziel is at the peak uh what was the thought process of seeing a freshman have a groundbreaking season I was surprised, to be honest with you, because I wasn't that impressed with him. I'd be lying if I was like, yo, Johnny Mansell is fantastic. I was not that impressed with him. I think he's the – it was him in terms of a freshman. James, James Winston hadn't shown up yet. He hadn't, he hadn't shown up yet. And I think he was the first freshman since Barry Sanders. Was he the first freshman? No, Barry Sanders didn't win it as a freshman. I'm sorry. He was the first freshman to win the Heisman. I don't think that there had, there had been a freshman to win the Heisman before him but i wasn't that impressed with him but he was all over the place he to be honest with you johnny manzel he was more popular for actually being popular than being a football player he was way more popular than being a being a, a, a social media figure and, and all of that stuff than actually being good on the football field he i was not a, and i'm not a big college football fan i'm a pro football fan but i didn't really see how his game would translate to the pro level not the fact that he wasn't small. Not the fact that he was small. I didn't see his game translating because, to be honest with you, Tone, I just didn't think he was that smart. I didn't. I watched him. I watched his reads. A lot of the stuff that he did, it was on. It felt like it was on the fly. Like he didn't really know what he was doing, right. and it was. And he was getting away with a lot of stuff that, on the next level, ain't no way you getting away with that. No way. There's, there's. So lot, yesterday, if you guys had didn't watch uh, PC Gridiron, you should go after you watch this. Go back and watch it. We had Luke. Keekly on. I don't know if you know Luke. Dope, which I meant to tell you that tone. That was a dope interview. I did see that. Um, so he played for the Panthers, right? Super. And so one of the stories I asked him about was uh, Coach Rivera of the of the of the Panthers at the time. Obviously, my guy because he played with the '85 Bears. Um, and said he had asked his his roommate, his traveling roommate, who was a senior in college, uh, Mike uh, Morrissey, who was the son of Jim Morrissey who coach mm -hmm. Rivera played with on the bears. And he said, Hey, what, you know, tell me about this guy. Like they, they were telling coach, Oh, you should go watch him. Well, tell me about him. Right. And so Jim said, well, here, here, talk to talk to my wife, Amy. And so coach Rivera says, so Amy, tell me about this Luke Keekley kid. And he mm -hmm. says, and she says, Oh, and she tells him a story about how, uh, her, she was sending her daughter up to visit Michael. And she said, and make sure you introduce him to that nice Luke. Right, he's such a nice boy. Make sure you introduce him. And coach was like, "Oh, I'm I'm drafting that guy because not only is he a beast on the field, but he's such a good kid that a mom wants to introduce their daughter and mother, you know, the, if parents want you them to meet their daughter, that's like yeah. that's like the yeah. seal of approval." Right? Yep. And so right the here. reason I bring up that's the reason I bring up that story is I asked Luke about it and he said, "Yeah, cuz people want good people." And he goes, "Some like look, if the talent is like this no but if the talent is close right they'll take this one that isn't as talented who's a good dude over the one that's a, might be a little bit more talented but might be a problem yeah mm -hmm. the reason i bring that up that's the impression i got from johnny menzel is that 
even if he and he, I don't think he was that talented. I was, as you know, I'm not huge into college football, but I, you know, I keep an eye on it. And I said he isn't talented enough to ignore the other stuff because he doesn't seem like a good focused dude. And and so <laughs> I was like, he's just not. He's gonna. He's not gonna be good. The reason I'm laughing, Tony, is because translation. You ain't good enough to be a jack off, and that's what you are. Yes, you have to be a certain that, yeah. good to have that attitude, and you're just the the, the you're not. talent ratio wasn't good enough for me. It wasn't. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't. wasn't. Yeah. That's a good summary. Um, okay. Green, start bench cut, D-book, SGA, and Jalen Brown next year. Mm. I still think that Devin Booker is a top 10 player in the game. Um, I think SGA is entering, becoming a top 10 player in the game. I, st I still think Jalen Brown is a top 20 player in the game. I think Jalen Brown may have – I think SGA may have jumped him simply off what he has done over the last year for some people, but I'm not going to go crazy. So I'm going to start book. I'm going to start, I'm going to start book. I'm going to bench Jalen Brown and I'm cutting SGA. Hmm. I think the I think the Celtics are going to be in the NBA championship. I think them it's between them and, and Milwaukee. I think we're going to, I think we're going to see something different from them this season. And I think you're going to yeah. see people get back on the Jalen Brown I think they're going to get back on the Jalen Brown train because if this contract that he signed, if we're doing this, not this summer, if we're doing this last summer at the NBA finals, I don't see a lot of people scrunch, scrunching up their face. I don't. So I'm, I'm going to approach this a little bit differently because you gave the, you know, the, the typical answer that people want. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to look at what they're going to do next year. Mm -hmm. And okay. I, just, I need to clarify: Did they change the rules of the NBA? Are, are they playing no, with two, two, two balls this year? One ball. That's no, it. No. Five guys. One ball. That's it. Tom. And there will not be enough for Devin Booker in Phoenix to get where we want him to be and where he could be. So I believe the exact opposite of Jalen Brown. I think he's going to cost them a trip to the NBA Finals. And it's because of his koozie left hand, which means he has none. Um, and so I'm going to go with Team Canada, SGA start, bench D book, and Jalen Brown and his left hand are, are being cut. Okay, I'll go too. Um, I, I don't know. It might be the same as EJ, but I, I'm going to start. Actually, you know what? I'm going crazy. I'm going Jalen Brown, Booker, SGA. Actually, Jalen Brown, it, SGA, Tom. Booker. I'm it, cutting Tom. Devin Booker. There you go. She changed it. I'm, it, I'm cutting Tom. Devin Booker because you guys are all sleeping on Jalen Brown. I understand it. Recency bias at its finest. But Jalen Brown is him. He's the best shooting guard or what, at least a top three shooting guard when he's healthy. Everyone wants to forget that he had his hand cut up when they were playing in the playoffs. He he is him. So I'm going to give it to Jalen Brown. Um, Booker, I, I agree with you, Fluent. I think great point. I think between Katie, Beal, Aiden, Bulbul, and whoever the heck they have on the team that's playing or healthy, it's going to get split up. We all know Devin's going to have that annual foot injury. It's going to happen. I, I'm sorry, I'm mm. cutting book. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? She's got an agenda. She's got an agenda. So here's, how you, here's how you know you're wrong. Here's how you know you're wrong. One, one, you know you're wrong because Andrew G agrees with you. So that's one. Yeah, two, first thing. Two, you're just trying to make Tatum look bad by pumping up Jalen Brown. <laughs> I think it's yeah. interesting that this Boston Celtic team, Tone, as young as they are and what they've done over this last four or five-year stretch, how much hate they actually get. 
Like I've, I've been around for a while, and I've never seen a team that's on the rise with young guys get the hate that these dudes get. And people who are fans of them not want to see these dudes win, with the exception of the bad boy Pistons. This is the only team that I've seen where people do not want to see them win. It blows my mind because I can tell you right now, if I was coming up as a fan, I'm loving the fact that I got a 25 and a 26-year-old, two top 20 players in the league on my team, and we're competing for the NBA championship every year that these dudes is in. I'm loving that. But not just here, but like when I when, when I'm on the panel, when I'm in when when I'm in my chat room. I mean, not, not my chat room. When I'm on my when I'm on my live, it bugs me out when I hear these people talk about the Celtics like they're just fugazi, like they're cubic zirconias. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, because nobody likes the Celtics. It's the Celtics, Jay. It's like I, the I Lakers. Think that's what, Actually, is, is that what it is? Because 100%. because when 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 the, the Lakers when, when the Lakers were coming up, when when Shaq and Kobe got swept in '98. And then they got swept again in 99. There was nobody that was going, Shaq and Kobe ain't it. Nobody was saying that. The, the idea was, you two dudes got to get better. Because they were. You have Shaq to get better. I'm taking it, it, the Lakers. I'm taking it a step That's further. That's not what I'm saying. That's like not it. what I'm saying. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that like it was Celtics. the Lakers. People don't like Boston. Period. The city. It None. Zero. Mm. Unless so you're the there. Is this Boston basically. And, and they've, no. like, the Jay, this is my biggest problem with Tatum, is that, that this little pedestal that he's been on. Jason Tatum, is he's a good guy. He's a good dad. He's a good player. He's greatness, for sure, in the making, maybe. But, you know, I think we just elevate some people a little bit too early, and that's maybe a problem that came along. But, like, they're great players. They're a great duo. Maybe one of the best in the league, if not the best. So, they get extra hate more than they deserve, but a lot of it derives from their fan base, I would say. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, but you're totally right, Jay, and we need to chill out with the Celtics. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I ain't even a Celtics fan, but I'm like, damn. Well, <laughs> well um, okay, Angie Carr, member for a month. Let's go, Angie. Um, am I the only one that wanted to see what someone like Usain Bolt? Uh, would do juiced up if he's that fast. Imagine with some nitrous in his engine, he'd probably turn into a liberal lightning bolt. No, I didn't want to. How see do you that. know? How do you know? How do you know he wasn't? Do you think mm -hmm. he was? Here's no. here, here's the thing. Here's listen. Don't ruin. Here, here, here's the, no, no, no. Listen. Here, here, listen. Every single athlete, it's their job to push the envelope, the limits, sure, the limits of what they're allowed mm -hmm. to get away with and what they're not. The one thing I know for a fact is the people that do take stuff are way ahead of any of the tests. And and I'm going to give you a little insight into this. So mm -hmm. I had the fortune of speaking with, uh, speaking of Ben Johnson, Ben Johnson's coach. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, we, we're absolutely using steroids. Absolutely. doesn't deny that for one second. But, he's, but he right. said every single one in that 100 meter was as well. In fact, the same person that was supplying me and for Ben, the steroids was supplying Carl Lewis's team with with steroids. The difference was Carl Lewis had a friend in the testing office, and they tipped him off, and that's why we got caught. He and now, that's if you believe him. I'm just I'm just repeating the story. It said every single one was using them. When Lance Armstrong got caught eventually after the fact, the first thing he said now again, maybe because he got everybody's doing it i just got caught so when i see like one player getting caught for doing something a year in a sport 
I got to be like, there's no way only one is doing it because I've seen more than one doing it. So, so there, the problem is that one, the line is blurred and two, you can get away with so much. So I'm actually with Angie Carr. You know what? Go ahead. Use whatever you want to use, whatever the scientists have been able to create to make you bigger, bigger, stronger, faster. Go. I don't care. It's your life that you're ruining because everyone who does it eventually breaks down. Go ahead. Go nuts. Go nuts. I don't care anymore. But at least it's even because it's not the guys who make the most money who can get away with it. And then the guys who don't make the most money already who are at a disadvantage, they can't afford to do it. So just let everybody do it. Why not? I'm with what is Mark Cuban. Isn't that what Mark Cuban said? I'm with Mark Cuban. Let everybody do it. I'm a little bit on the I'm 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 this is a yeah, this I know. Is you're a, you're you're straight edge. You're straight edge. No, no, no. Here's the thing, Tone. I'm I'm not not in this particular situation. And the reason why is because when I think about performance enhancing drugs, I think about baseball in particular. And I'm in the minor leagues for four, five, six years. And somebody comes along and they tell me, listen, I got this potion. I'm going to get you on billboards. You're going to be on the front cover of ESPN magazine. You're going to be a millionaire 60, 70 times over. I can't guarantee that you're going to live to see 60, but your family is going to be straight forever. Meanwhile, I'm watching, and, and initially my thought process is hell no, but I'm watching the guys that I came up with, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And they're playing for the A's. They're playing for the Angels. They're playing for the Orioles. And they $75, $80 million millionaires over to over time and i'm thinking to myself would i absolutely say no i'm not saying that i would say yes tone but i can't absolutely say that i would say no i can't and i'll and i'll add another piece to that by saying just because you do whatever sure it helps that's why they're called performance enhancing but like someone in the comments said very i chal and i've challenged a million people. I've challenged Major League Baseball players this. I, I had a guy who used to be a catcher for the Jays um, c- come on. I used to do a show with him uh, quite often until he got in trouble. But um, And I said, I challenge anyone. Take as many steroids, as many PEDs, as many EPOs, as many HGHs as you want. Go hit a ball like Barry Bonds. You can't. Do it. You right? can't do it. <laughs> you can't. Some people say LeBron is on them. Okay, LeBron, I dare you, go, go play basketball like LeBron. Do you I don't think LeBron care. Is? No, I, even it, it doesn't matter if he is or isn't. My point is, people are saying he is. Okay, go, take as many as you want. You think you're going to be as good as him just because you take them? No, you have to have, like, you can't hit a 100 mile an hour fastball, a 90 mile an hour curve or whatever, just because you take these things. Yes, it helps you hit it farther, maybe, and recover faster, all those other things. Mm-hmm. Just because you're on it, it's not going to, it doesn't match. Like, people think I stick a needle in my arm and all of a sudden I turn into Arnold. No, you yeah. still got to put in the work. So, yes. still elite at their and- craft. <laughs> Yeah. The other side to that story that I was talking about was yeah. Marion Jones. And Marion Jones was one of my favorite Olympic athletes. And she got roasted because, quote unquote, she lied. And my issue was not her lying because everybody's lying about something, Tone. Sure. The janitor in the building that you work in, Tone, is lying about something. Everybody lying to somebody. My issue with Marion Jones was that she didn't have to take that stuff. Everybody else was taking it because they weren't as fast as you. Everybody else was taking it because they weren't as good as you. If you watch those races that she was in, when she wasn't on the juice, she was winning like this. When she was on the juice, she was winning like this. 
was it wasn't much. close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they were catching like, it. She needed, she's like, hey, if they're right. all going to do it, she'll she, yeah. she it wasn't done it close. without. <laughs> yeah. That's why they doing it. And that's because yeah. they ain't as good as you. Yeah. And that's you don't have to do this. You better than the them without too, this like stuff. What, what you're around. And that brings it back to the point, right? It's like, so if if some are doing it anyways, and just because you, you you clearly can't catch everyone, right? There's a reason. And you don't want to. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. They don't test every single player every single day with a blood test so they can do No, they don't want to know. Yeah. You think baseball didn't know during the steroid era that there was a problem that Roger Clemens and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and all these guys were doing? Of course they knew. Of course they knew. But you don't want to know because you're making all this money. So just let them do it. I don't think I don't think people would care. I really don't think the majority of people would care. I, I really don't. I think it kind of disrupts like the quality of I don't know. But what do I know? Uh Jalen Carter. Huh? Make them better. Yeah. Um, y'all are cooking. How good these older players were compared to their contemporaries should be valued more than trying to compare them to players 50 years ahead of their time. Tone, you always give the yeah. tone, you you gave the best analogy that I've ever heard. If you give me a test that I took in 1991 today. I'm gonna knock that test down. Kill it. Kill it. Because I already know what's on the test. Yeah. Or, or I, I said, know all the answers to the yeah. test. I, yeah. I said if you send me back, you send me back, send me back to Google or Microsoft 40 years ago, they're gonna think I'm a genius. They're like, yo, genius. That's a good point. Of course. Because you already know, you know all you, you know all the answers to the Can test. Something? Did you all know that Jalen Carter was like a singer? He ain't like a no. singer tone. He is a singer. That's oh, what wow. he does. I did not know this. Yeah. And he's good too, by the way. He's not like he, he's not a singer. He's, really he's actually good. Yeah, he's good. He's the singer. I, I did not know he he uh, blessed my TikTok page with a follow, and I'm like, is this? Uh-huh. I didn't know. I didn't know who it was because yeah. I, I don't know Jalen that well. I know he's on the panel now uh, more often, so I like clicked on it and I saw him on stage. Just I was like, shut up, this dude. I had, yeah. I had no idea. He's good too. And and yeah. he lives and he lives uh-huh. close. Jalen, man, let me know. Hook me up with some tickets. I'll come check you out. Mm-hmm. I'll bring I'll bring a crew. I'll bring a crew. We'll give you some support. Shout out to you, Jalen. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Jake, interesting one. Do you think Steph Curry is the most accurate athlete of all time? Curious accurate. to know your thoughts. I don't know. I don't know if act, what 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 do you mean accurate? I mean of all time. I don't know if like I like from anywhere at any point at any time you make the shot. Oh, if, if 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 we're talking about in that aspect, I mean, shooting, but then efficiency yeah. has to play into it, and he's not the most efficient player. So no, he is not. He doesn't have to be, but there's no one. Like if you take any section, like any section of shooting, I don't think there's anyone who can hit more. Um, that like if if you just said here, shoot from here, I would put my money on Steph every single spot on the floor to hit more than anybody else consistently. So yeah. plus, I see where you're coming from. Right. Plus that that off the dribble. I mean, there's no defense for that tone. How do I cover that? How do I how do I how do I stop a dude throwing the ball between his legs twice? 27 feet away from the basket and cracking a jump shot in my face. And this defense back. We all should have known. And we all should have known because in, I want to say junior high, when he was living here in Etobicoke, just outside of Toronto and his dad was playing for the Raptors, like yeah. one, you could see him. He was playing like with older kids and smoking them. And then mm-hmm. two, he'd come to Raptors game and in pregame warmup, he'd be hitting threes as like a 12 year old. Right. NBA threes. So yeah, we, we probably should have known. We probably should have known. We were we were we were dumb that we didn't. We we should have known. <laughs> he grew into himself to yeah. development. He really did. Um, Andrew G, 
Can y'all please not speak on the 2022 finals anymore? Bad memories, and I'm trying to be positive on Tatum from now on. I'll give him one more year. Dude, that's that exactly crazy. what you're saying, chill. Like, to hate. That's what I'm like, about. I've never. Like, wouldn't, that, wouldn't, wouldn't that be, H? Wouldn't that be a y'all? stepping stone? Like, yo, we was in the finals last year with a 24-year-old and yeah. a 25-year-old. We on our way, yo. They're we so getting hard there. on them. We like, getting close. But no, these dudes choke. You guys suck. Trade this dude. Get him out of him. What are we doing? You guys are like Celtics fans should be so oh, grateful for what God. you even have. Yeah, like the guys tough. that have been successful time and time and time again, even though you haven't won the the whole thing yet. I mean, you're all well on your way. And to hate your own player is crazy. <laughs> well, I might be like that with Chris Paul, but he doesn't count. Trade him. Um, he ain't your own player though, H. He's the cousin yeah. that yeah, you don't, don't like him. that you see once every in the summertime that you really don't want this dude over the house, but he's <laughs> yeah. family, so he gotta come over, so you gotta deal with him. Even they're out of town, so he's staying with you for the summer. The, yeah. Right. And and if you had your choice, he can go stay at somebody else's house. But the fact that he's staying here, fine, you family, come on in, whatever. That don't mean I gotta like it. I'm 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 fine, whatever. Give me a break, man. Spoiled. Haven't they won like one chip in 40 years? They ain't spoiled. Oh, Oh, we're not. We're not doing this. Mello. <laughs> yeah, go Celtics. Mello Williams. I heard Chill say SGA should have won most improved player over Lori Markman. Is that based on production or eye test? I said that? That SGA should have won most improved over Lori Markman. I actually... Mello said... <laughs> when did I say that? I say a lot of stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that... I think Lori Markman went from... I actually had Laurie Marketing as the season was going on. I think I had him as the most improved player. I think I did have him as most improved. I don't think I had SGA as the most improved player. I don't I don't I don't know where that logic is coming from. Because I had Laurie Marketing. I had the I had the right team before the season started. I just had the wrong guy. Because before the season started, I actually had Colin Sexton as the most improved player. Because I thought that Utah was going to be garbage. I thought they were just going to give him the basketball and turn him loose. That's, That's what I yeah. thought was going to happen in Utah. I remember that. So I don't remember ever saying SGA. I don't ever remember saying SGA was 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 most improved over over Lori Markkinen. I, I I'm sorry, I don't remember saying. Do you really think Markkinen though came out of nowhere? Because I remember him as a rookie on the Bulls. Now, granted, it's fantasy basketball, and he was on my team, and I'm like, oh, this guy's nice. And it's just he never he didn't in Utah. He just got more opportunity. But Markkinen was always a good player right off the like. I think from the jump, he was good. He did get better, but I don't think right. he was a surprise. Like well, I drafted him, and everyone's like, "Did you just draft a girl? Who's Lori?" I'm like, "Dude, you right. guys are dumb." But well, yeah. that that second year tone is when, like, I think that second year he was like 19 and seven in Chicago, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was becoming something. Yeah. But then it started going this way, and then he got traded to Cleveland, and it didn't work out in Cleveland. Surprising. Yeah, it didn't really work out in Cleveland, and and I'm thinking to myself. This guy is probably like a 15 or 15 to 17 and maybe eight guy. I don't think he's going to be anything, anything, spe- anything more special than what I've already seen. And then for him to go to Utah and I think we was in the middle of the season, like, yo, this dude might make the all-star team. Yeah. Yeah. This dude might make the all-star team. So, and I was, sli- I was, to be honest with you, I was sleeping on his game tone. 6'10", could shoot the long ball. I didn't know he was that good of a transition player neither. Yes. I did not know that until That's he that. until he got the year. Everybody Utah. wants in the NBA right now. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was popping off. I think he definitely deserved it, but watch out for Shea. No doubt. He's he's coming. Uh Reggie Reg, people keep telling me this is the most most athletic slash skilled era in history. I expect nothing but gold. Well. 
Just because you're athletic, just because you're talented, that does not translate into wins. It just in doesn't. Chemistry. And that's the thing. I, I agree. I, it is the most athletic and skilled. Absolutely. From top to, especially when you look at, like, don't not just top tier, right? Because then mm-hmm. you lose that conversation. But if you look top to bottom, it absolutely is. But athletic and skilled doesn't, the most athletic and the most skilled, unless you're both, doesn't mean you're the best, right? right. Like, uh, uh, Luca. I was going to say Luca and and Nicola together. Uh, Luca and Jokic aren't the most athletic, right? No. Uh, Kyrie, everyone tells me Kyrie's the most skilled, right? right. But Wait. he's not the best, and the other two aren't the most athletic. And so is you is, have to have uh, hearts. There's there's Antonia. There's other things that go into it. Yeah. Okay, we'll do three more, and then we will move on to NFL. Angie, again, I think Kobe said that the world is catching up, and that's in regards to the world and what we were talking about with Team USA. And that's I think he's game. right, and he was right. Yeah, uh, he he was right. They are. He he was right. They are. Um, can you do the last one? The like, last super chat. Last super chat, and then we'll do the yeah. other ones. We'll get back to the other ones. I promise. Yeah. From GTA Dom. Absolutely. All right, GTA Dom, what is good? Fluent announced the Christmas Day matchups, brother. What do you think? Well, my brother asks for a question. I got to help my brother out. So, all right, here, here, here. Do you guys know the matchup, Chef? Is, 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 is the nepotism around here ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen? This <laughs> yeah. is what we got to deal yeah, with, right? What are we, doing right? Here, we, we, we push our family right to the front of the line. Sorry, we, don't wait, we don't waste no time about this. Wild. This is what we do with our family. And so, no. just so you guys know, we're not co-signing. yes, we do. Yes, <laughs> yes, we do. We push our family right to the front of the line. Oh. I already had my family on here, so yeah, you already exactly. know what you're <laughs> um, Oh, hey, we need to talk about that too, by the way, because you know my guy Jay the Plug. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know Jay the Plug. Uh, he's going to come on the show. Uh, he does like fantasy football, plugged in with Jay, and he's he's the one that does um, a charity uh, charity fantasy football, and he has like he's good friends with like Darren Waller and uh, Austin Eckler and. Uh, he actually told me he might bring get get us uh, Brees Hall to come on the show, like, um, and so he does these custom shoes, and he made these like super cool custom. I want to say Louis Vuitton uh, Air Force Ones for Coach Hugh Jackson. And oh, the, yeah, and and he sells them like not cheap, like they're like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Uh, yeah. But I'm I don't know. Can you need to ask Shaq if you want a pair of those? Because we we because he's in Atlanta and Shaq does TNT in Atlanta. We should get him those shoes. Because could you imagine some Louis Vuitton size? What what does he wear? Thirty seven. Twenty two. Big ass. All right, fluent. So, so right. Well, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Christmas Day. Knicks will host the Bucks. The, is that the early game. I'm assuming that's the first. I'm assuming this is in order. Knicks okay. versus Bucks. Do we like that game? I do like no. that game. I, I do like that game. You no. don't like that game because at nine o'clock in the morning, H, and I yeah. understand why you don't like it. Okay, sure. I, I like it because I'm on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nice yeah, lunchtime game. That's that game. I do. That's a game that I can watch while I'm eating like my steak and eggs. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we got the 76ers on the road in Miami. Is that going to be Dame Lillard? I don't think he's in Miami for Christmas. I don't. Mm-mm. So, then he's not in Miami ever if he's not Christmas. Mm. All right. Do we like that game? No, I do like it. These mm-hmm. games. I like um, it. Um, you like that game? All right. And then the and then the 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 best game of the day. The Lakers will host those bums in green from Boston. Uh the Celtics. I love that matchup. I love that game. That's Wait, what we gotta make a prediction for that game. I'm I'm this taking is, Celtics. No, 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 we'll do predictions of all oh, of them. Okay. 
Yeah, we'll do predictions right after the last mm-hmm. one, which is going to be the Mavericks. Oh, sorry, there's two more. Mavericks, two more. Mavericks travel to Phoenix to face the Suns. That's the primetime game. Wow, that's, that's interesting. Oh, because of the beef, Jill. That, that Booker and Luca beef. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. I, thought the, I thought the Lakers Celtics would be the primetime game, but I I can get with that. And then and then the uh, or sorry, uh Mavericks and Sun. And then the the late nighter. Your Warriors travel to the NBA champs, the Denver Nuggets. Yes, H. I'm feeling that one. You're going to get some revenge yeah. and show them who the real champs are? I'm feeling that oh, yeah. one. A little taste of what's mm-hmm. to come. Yep. Just so you know, I am not completely insane. There is this one damn mosquito that somehow found its way in here. And Can you it- handle it, Tone? Can you handle it? <laughs> what is going on in there, Tone? What are you doing? <laughs> you try to turn around, Tone. You just shut that, that like, camera off and deal with your, you doing, uh, the bugs that aren't there. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Uh, here we go. Quick, quick, so quick prediction. Knicks, okay. Knicks uh, uh, Bucks in New York to face the Knicks. Who you got? Bucks. Bucks. They think they handled it. But everybody, okay, so clean sweep on the Bucks. Uh, 76ers in Miami against the Heat. In Miami, I'll take Miami. I'm going to take the Heat, too. Um, I will go with the, the winners, uh, the 76ers. Uh, Lakers hosting the Celtics. You better watch your mouth when you answer this one. Lakers hosting Celtics. Well, by Christmas, I think the Lakers will still be holding on. Um, so, But I'm still taking the Celtics. Sorry. Yeah. Jeez. LeBron won't be there. AD will probably be gone. I don't know. Nah. I'm, I'm writing these down, by the way. It's, it's <laughs> okay. gonna be I'm going to remind you. On Boxing Day. I don't know if you know Boxing Day in Canada is the day after Christmas. I'm going to reach out to you and tell you how wrong you guys were. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Mavericks, Mavericks uh, in Phoenix to face the Suns. I don't want to do it. I'm taking Phoenix. I don't want to take Phoenix. I'm going to go with the Mavs. I'm, I'm going to believe in the Mavs. Luka has this like... A trance over Booker, so yeah, give me maps. H, don't worry about because well, I think you can. Conc- H, I think you concern more with 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 Phoenix throughout the rest of the season. I already know that that bridge is going to collapse, but on Christmas, it's something completely different. I think you're right. You're right. You're right. Good point. I do. But I'm um, I say Mavericks. I say Mavericks and Sun. I don't give a damn. It's two teams fighting for a playing spot. Um, Warriors on the road. I'll take the Mavericks. Uh, Warriors um, in Denver to face the Nuggets. The, de- the, the, the defending NBA champs. The defending NBA champs. Well, I'm taking my dubs, but it's biased. I think Nuggets. We'll see. We'll see. But... I think I think it might be the largest margin of victory the entire <laughs> season. The Warriors get smoked. You think they five. go to Denver and get stomped on? You didn't on Christmas? You didn't pick my Lakers? You didn't pick my Lakers? Warriors by lose by 50. That is true. Yeah. And the, the uh, elevation as well. So, so I'm still what, what will that game mean? It'll mean nothing. That means Zero. nothing. Zero. I get that on my board. All right. There there you go, GTA. There you go, GTA, John, brother. Uh, um, in two yeah. weeks, I'll see you in two weeks at basketball camp, bro. All right, so um, we have some time. So I do, I want to dig into this upcoming NFL season. I actually have some power rankings available, but we can definitely go off the top of your guys' head if you want. But I want to talk about the bottom eight teams. We'll start there. Some of the mm. worst teams, and, and it could be teams that you think are just wholly drastically falling it could be teams that we all are going to agree with i'm excited i'm getting excited today was the first day i was like all right let's go buddy we all do that we all talk we always talk about who's going to be great who's going to be god 
garbage. I was, I was, watching, I was watching Patriots Houston. So please don't tell me I'm not ready for football so season. <laughs> I see him, Tone. I did. I just seen him, Tone. I saw him. I thought you had him. I did see him. Okay, so, so we're, we're talking about which teams we think are going to be garbage. I thought we were going to talk about which teams finished last that were going to be first this year. Okay, that's a different. That's a so script. we can actually we can go into that. So what I'll do is I'll read who. No, let's, bottom... let's talk about who's going to be garbage. I like that. I okay. like. Yeah. I'll list off the bottom eight that this NFL specific NFL yeah. website has as the worst, and then okay. we'll this is the power see. rankings. Yeah, so okay. we'll see. So at thirty-two, the very worst team in the league. Can you guys guess? Tampa Bay. The, the worst team in the league this year. And hmm. I've heard this across the board. I've heard like four different outlets talk about this team. Who, who thinks that they're going to be the worst not, team in the league? It's not Tampa Bay? Yeah, it's no. not. It's no, worse it's not Tampa. than that. No, it's not There's Tampa. No, it's worse than Tampa Bay. They might have QB problems, but this team has QB problems and more. They think it's Green Bay. Green Bay going to be the worst team. Oh. Houston? No, Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Arizona's going to be trash. It's going to be garbage. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I thought oh, Arizona's gonna be garbage. Gar- you probably forgot about them because they're just not. That. I did. I seriously <laughs> just forgot about them. Register. I think we yeah. smoked them both times. Both times yeah. we played them, I don't think we beat them. I think we smoked them. Oh yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I thought they got relegated to the WAC ten. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even deserve Arizona's to be in the league. It's trash. sad. It's sad. But okay, so that's thirty-two. At thirty-one, yes, you guessed it. Went Houston Texans. At 30. I, I don't think they're going to be that bad. As bad okay. as as bad as that. As bad as that. Okay. Okay. Um, at 30, Tampa Bay Bucks. I think we can all be in agreement uh, there. 29 was interesting. The Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. At 29. Is no that too, that's far that. too low, that's right? Way too low for them. Yes, they're going to be a lot better. And they're going to be better because Jimmy G is going to play. Jimmy G. Is he going to play? Is he going to play 17 games? No. I do no. think he's going to give them 14 games this season. Yeah. I do. I think he's going to give them 14 fronts. games. Yeah, yes, he's healthy. good to go. Yeah, for yes. the first time in years. So, yes. Um, yes. Can I just show you something about Tampa Bay, why I picked them to be last? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me hit play. So the Bucks. oh, my God. That's because of Butterbean. Tone. Oh. That's, that's, oh, my God. Butter. Mayfield. That, that, butter, 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 butterbean Mayfield. Tone love, who tone oh. loves, by the way. So, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, dude. <laughs> Mayfield. Like, do you think? Do you think the Bucks just like totally fall apart because they were already on thin ice with with of last, course. last season? But now, what do they have? It's a bunch of old dudes, right? No quarterback. Uh, I think Fournette is gone. Just, this team's gonna be horrible. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Can they just take a like a the only, gonna be trash. The, only, the only saving grace, and this is the only reason they didn't pick Tampa to be finished last, is that they're in the worst division 100%. in football because they get to play Atlanta and Carolina and and New Orleans. Who New Orleans probably in Carolina might be better than people expect, but none of those teams are world beaters. So over undertone, four wins for Tampa. <laughs> under, <laughs> under. Tampa maybe two and two and fifteen. Really, even in their division. Hey, like they are going to be garbage. Yes, they got I, no you think running they'll game. They'll be worse than the Cardinals. No, I you think. I think they're going to be right Tampa there with the Everybody, I think Tampa loses to everybody. They get swept in their division by Carolina and New Orleans, and and they and they sorry with sorry New Orleans, and they split with Carolina and Atlanta. 
That's where they get their two wins. Which is even worse because that's the worst division in football. And yeah. the Carolina Panthers and the Saints, they like I, I'm on I'm on PC gridiron on record. The Saints, they just the best looking at the ugly chicks. That's yeah. what they are. Yeah. Right. Oh, they they just the best look, they just the best looking at the ugly chick. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even with that defense, even with the defense that they have, oh Tone, I'm gonna say three wins. That's as far as I'm going with it. We're already, they're already this, is, this is what Tampa's doing right now. Tampa's watching to see what quarterback they're going to draft first overall next year. Mm-hmm. That's they're, they they're, 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 they're already on the clock, so they're yeah, already yeah, on the yeah. clock. Everybody, everybody in the Tampa front office will watch more college football than NFL because they're, they're watching, that they're looking for their next quarterback. So let's go back to 32. All right. Okay. How many games, how many wins are we going to see from the Cardinals? <laughs> Four? Nope. Not even. They actually get swept in the division tone. They don't win a game in the NFC West. They're not winning one game in the <sighs> NFC West. They getting swept in the NFC. Where's Kyler Murray? Garbage. He's, so he's injured. He's injured. I mean, I don't think he's coming back. Arizona's gonna be trash. They're all gonna be trash. Arizona, one hundred percent. They don't win a game in the division tone. I think they go zero for zero for eight in the division. Right. I'm sorry, 0 for 6 in the division. I think they're going to be garbage, 100%. So I'm giving them three wins. Three wins? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. So two wins for three. Tampa, three for – yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, we're down to two for Tampa, okay. Yeah. Uh, what H, about I don't Texans? think you realize – H, I don't think you realize how bad Tampa is going to be. I don't think you realize how bad – I don't know is. what that's going to look like without oh, Tom Brady, without – Leonard. Like, I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like. I know. Like, yeah, yeah, you guys. Bad you football. Garbage. Oh, my God. They're going to be trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Texans. Are we going to see – are they going to be above? Obviously, they got that new QB. Uh, no, Mills. Right? No, Mills, Mills, Mills. I think Mills is starting, no? Oh, I thought they dropped They, can, they, they can't. They can't, start, they can't start CJ right from the beginning. They can't do that. No, Mills, Mills will start. And I think I think bringing in um, the, 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 the former player, the defensive coach uh, from, I think, from the – Three Niners. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From oh. The, yeah. Four wins, five wins. They're in the AFC problem. That's what I was going to tell you, Tone. I was looking at this Houston team. I think that of the worst teams, they will be the they, they will be the most competitive. Like I don't see them getting smoked like every like I see Tampa losing games, Tone, and I see them getting smoked. Like I don't just see them losing. Arizona, I see them getting stomped week in and week out. Like you won't even want to watch the game. It's no, right. there's going to be no I, entertainment no. value. Houston, on the other hand, I actually think Houston, on the other hand, I actually think that they're going to be competitive, even though they're not going to be very good. They're actually going to be competitive. Last year, last year, what I said about them, right, and I was right, was uh, with Lovey Smith. I know what kind of coach he is. That they will, they're going to lose a ton of games, right? Same thing. I said they're going to win three or four games, but they're going to be, they're going to be in more games than they're not. Mm -hmm. I I don't expect that to change this year. Like maybe they get a couple more wins. Um, but I think I think they'll they'll play hard for, for coach and they'll, they'll be competitive again. Yeah. But still uh, lose a lot of games. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can at least get through a half yeah. or, or the end yeah. of the game. Um, okay, up to twenty nine. The Raiders is who is listed. How many games do we think? And are they up or down? I think the Raiders could. I don't know if they could compete for a playoff spot in the AFC West because the AFC West is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. But I think they win more than seven games. I was thinking seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Here's my issue with the Raiders, and now I understand why they rank them so low. So they lose Darren Waller. I believe Josh Jacobs still doesn't have. No, he contract. does not. No, he does not. We know that Garoppolo is going to get hurt. 
right? And their yep. defense isn't any, and their defense isn't any better than it was last year. And if I'm correct, it's still Josh McDaniels' coach. He is running things there. And, yes, and, he and he stinks. He stinks. Josh McDaniels, <laughs> if you're watching, you stink as a head coach. Uh, OC, uh, you're hired as as a head coach. You stink. So I, I could see I could see six games uh, for the Raiders. Now I see it. I when I first heard, it, I was like, hell no. Now I could see six games for the Raiders. They, they're they're not their 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 biggest strengths, right? Which was what we thought was going to be a Josh McDaniels, you know, offensive guru bringing college roommates Devonte Adams and Derek Carr back together. That's not what happened. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing and and surprised the heck out of everybody. And that's and their defense stunk. Well, they still have the crappy defense, but they've lost their all pro tight end. They might not have J- Jacobs. And listen, we know every time someone holds out, even when they come in late, what happens? They always go slow start, right? Or they get hurt, or something happened. So I, I and you got to face Kansas City twice. You got to face the Chargers twice. You got to face what's going to be a much improved Denver Bronco team twice. Like they're 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 getting no favor. So yeah, I could see I could see six seven six seven. Okay. Um. All right. At 28, which this might have changed now, the Los Angeles Rams. Obviously, we know with Cooper Cup, right? He didn't he get injured? He's yeah, Cooper Cup. He's right, who, yeah, he's he's hurt. Matthew Stafford's coming off a major injury. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the Rams aren't going to be good either. Yeah, I agree. So they lost. Jalen, they lost Jalen Ramsey. Like, there's yeah, that's not good. <sighs> Sucks. Uh, Which I'm loving that, by the way, because we own the Rams. We I'm do. We I'm do. loving that. We do. Yeah. I love every uh, bit of that. Our and Sean McVay decided to he's ended up staying. And so he'll be there doing their they're going through the motions. Are we gonna see them get around that same like seven, eight games? Maybe a few more. Rams? Yeah. 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 They're, they'll flirt with five hundred, but fall short. I'm All right. Number twenty seven, the Indianapolis Colts. They're gonna be garbage. <laughs> yeah. They are going to be trash. I might have to put them, game. to be honest with you, like where Arizona and where Arizona yeah. and Tampa is. I think Indianapolis, yes. They okay. because what I'm scared of is them rushing Richardson. That's what I'm afraid of. Because they're going to wreck him. Well, they're, they're going to wreck him. They're, I know it's preseason, but they're starting him as QB one. Oh, they are for, for the first. Why are they starting for, him? Just as the for for the first preseason game to see what they got. Tone, they're going to wreck him. They got yeah. no run game because yeah. Jonathan Taylor is not running for them. They got no run game. They I don't know to, who he's move move down the list. I don't know who he's throwing the football to. Their 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 interior defense. I don't know who they got in terms of their interior defense. I'm giving them three wins. Indianapolis is going to be garbage. Four they, wins. H they H they down there with Arizona and oh. they they, they down there with Arizona and Tampa. They on the clock right now while we talking. They on the clock. <laughs> All right. old people is four wins and a bunch of L's. Four, 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 life. four wins and a bunch of L's. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number twenty six, the Carolina Panthers. How are we feeling about them? Is that too low? It's going to be the, 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 uh, it, this is going to be a mirage, Tony. And the reason why this is going to be a mirage is exactly what we just got finished talking about. They are the second best looking ugly chick. So because they are the second best looking ugly chick in a terrible division. They're going to win some games, and it's going to look like this team isn't that bad. They're garbage, too. But they're going to win some games. Will Bryce start, or with, what's the deal with him? He will start. And with nine to ten wins, 
the Carolina Panthers will win the See, NFC see what I'm, what I'm about? He's already bought into it. talking about H. I see what I'm talking Don't get sucked into this logic. They're see? garbage. Look into the camera. The NFC South will be won by the Carolina Panthers. Thank you very much. Don't don't sleep. Listen, Miles Miles Sanders went to Super Bowl last year with Philadelphia. Uh, our good our friend of friend of friend of players choice alum, uh, Shano. I always say his name wrong. The the guy who used to be on the Jags. Uh, don't sleep on the pack. Shano went on Carolina. Uh, so give me a games. You said eight, I said, nine I said nine. I said nine, maybe ten wins, and but they more more. I don't even think they win the division. They win their division. I don't think it takes that many wins to win that division, Tone. I don't. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking seven, eight wins is what it's going to take to win that division. Listen, let me That's if wild. if I may, if you if you indulge me for a moment. I'm uh, indulging you, Tone. What you got? Last last year, I I don't think it's going to be much different. Mm-hmm. Last year in that crappy division. Um, I believe, I believe the Bucks won by going eight and nine, and yes. the other three teams were seven and and ten. ten. Mm-hmm. I think all three teams were seven and ten, with the exception of the eight and nine. You're the best looking at the ugly chicks. Yeah. You're the best, the best looking at the ugly chicks. That's who you are. I need. I we need a stat checker. We need. Remember. To, remember. Uh, pardon the interruption. Uh, had Tony Rinaldi, and he used to like be their stat their stat checker. Yeah. yeah. Where's Mars when we need him? Up? Yeah, we need we need we need a stats guy. Yeah, Mars, wake NFL. up. Please. I know it's three o'clock in the morning. Mars. It's probably yeah. four o'clock in the morning, but but come on, brother. Okay. Um, yeah, at... I'm trying to confirm. Oh. Okay, I, I finally found it. My apologies. No, so I just I want to make sure that I'm right. So the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks went eight and nine. Falcons seven and ten. Panthers seven and ten. Saints seven and ten. That is unbelievable. So you might terrible age. Terrible. I love this. I I love the Saints, but man, we'll you, won't see, you won't see the same thing. You won't see the same thing because because it'll yeah because the Bucks aren't going to win seven games. So no chance in hell. Good, good great point. Uh, okay, Chicago Bears ranked as the twenty fifth team. That's in the that's poppycock. They're winning okay. the division too. <laughs> Jay, no, it's I'm just kidding. Wins. We're about to get biased. More biased here. Ten and, no, ten and seven, and they're going to win their division. Ten and seven. Let me let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Do you know how many years Trevor Lawrence has been in in the NFL? Three. Three. No, two. Two oh, years. Was he drafted twenty twenty one? This is year three, so two. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how many playoff wins he has in those two years? One. Do you know how many playoff wins the Detroit Lions have since nineteen seventy? That was over fifty years ago. One. Yeah, one. Yeah, you're bet. You're gonna bet your money on them? No, as they say in Greece, go bet your money on them. No, I'm definitely not, not betting my money on the Chicago Bears, though. I can tell you that right now, Tone. You're not selling me the Bears. <gasps> Justin Fields will be in the N and in the NFL MVP conversation. Oh, this season coming up. This season, he is going to flirt. He is going to flirt. I'm listening to it. He is going to flirt. He is going to flirt with four thousand yards passing and get another six or seven on the ground. Hundred, not thousand. Okay, Tone. So. With that being said, that means that your run game is going to be good, which is going to open up the pass game. The league, we're going to lead which, the league in rushing, which is nuts to me because all you did was lose Montgomery and got Williams, which is in a lateral, which was a lateral move. Add that to the fact that you did not improve your offense, you did not improve, improve your wide receiver core. You did, you did. You did more. 
you did you did you did improve your offensive line. I will tell you that. And we and we got so you're banking on DJ Moore and Justin Fields having like a, <laughs> instant the best connection. connection. Instant connection. We've never had a thousand yards receiver. We're gonna have one. You've never had a thousand yard receiver. No, um, sorry, four thousand yards with the, with the Bears. But yes, he he will be a thousand yards receiver. Yes. I think the yep. Bears win. I, I think the Bears win seven games, and they're still. I think they're still on their way to becoming what I think Justin Fields can become. I think Tone is rushing them, and I think yeah. he's going to be sadly disappointed. I say, the, use your Cavs logic. Give us two seasons. Give Khalil, Khalil Herbert is is going to surprise a lot of you. Um, Chase Claypool looks great in the preseason. Um, uh, Mooney looks fantastic. He's got a great relationship with Cole Komet. Like this, this, and listen, their offensive line is much, much, much improved. You guys are going to be really surprised by the Bears. And and I'm only saying all this because I would have waited till next year to say all this. It's because the boogeyman left, and so um. we, we got a chance. We got a mm-hmm. chance. Because that's the team that just what, what would happen is we'd go on, you know, the Bears would start looking good, and then they'd play the Packers and they'd get smoked, and and it would just kill their morale, and they would stink. They would lose against other teams because they were so hurt. Not going to have that this year. We're going to sweep two games. Jordan Love, he's not going to love us, and and our defense got better too, by the way. So I don't know right. if you saw the NFL rankings. We got two of the top ten linebackers. Is this the uh, most ridiculous homer that you guys have? have I didn't say have, seventeen. Have no, I said ten games. This <laughs> guy nuts right here. You, 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 you lose one of the so you lose one of the best tacklers in the game. Jermaine, Jermaine, is it ridiculous to say that the Bears are going to win ten games? That's not ridiculous. That's not ridiculous to say that. It is and ridiculous games to say that. It's ridiculous. Yes, nuts to say ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. That's so unrealistic. We'll see. It's, it's not we'll happening. See. But. Which you which you lose one of the best tacklers in the NFL. Who and you guys in tone, you already you lost him to Baltimore. You traded him for a bucket of extra crispy in the six. Yeah, that was game. that was ridiculous. I, no, and we're now faster. We're listen. We're gonna be okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. All right. Moving no, on no. to twenty-four. Um, and we'll do three more, and then we'll we'll do super chats. Right. Uh, twenty-four. The Washington Commanders. I think that the commanders are going to be, I don't think they're going to be mid. I mean, I don't think they're going to be terrible. I think they're going to be a mid team because I think Heineke is, I think he's a stopgap quarterback, but he does have some good chemistry with, I got to make sure I say his name, like McLaughlin. Did I say his name right? McLaurin. McLaurin. I'm sorry. He's got some good chemistry with him. Scary Terry. Yeah, scary Terry. He's got he's got some good chemistry with him. So that NFC that, that NFC East division is a lot tougher than than people give it credit for. It's not garbage, but it's no, not great. Yeah, it, it's, not the, it's not the it's not the it's not the NFC West. No, it's not that. But I think he's got some good chemistry with with scary Terry. Um, they get their they they get their interior defense back. My man blew his knee up, but he'll be back this season. Uh, Chase, Chase, Chase yeah. will be back this season. I think Washington's going to be better than what people give them credit for. I give them eight. I give them eight wins. The chat saying Sam Howell is going to be starting for for Washington, so it's interesting. But but I think you're, so no Heineke. Wait, where's Heineke? He's is gonna he be, gone? No, I think he's back. He's a backup. I'm pretty sure. Why? Why would he? Because that's where he belongs. Um, but I think the same thing is true. Like they're 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 a they're a flirting with a 500 team. Listen, they're the third 
best team in that you know, fourth. No, they're the worst team in that division. The Giants they're are better. better than the Giants. They're not better than the Cowboys. They're not better than the Eagles. Eagles are significantly better. So yeah, no, they're yeah. yeah. If they if they get to seven eight wins, actually, it's it's probably going to be a good year for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, twenty-three. The Titans. They shouldn't be that high either. That's. I agree. I think they need to drop. Uh, Tannehill. You think they're gonna be terrible tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be worse than last season. I think, I think the Colts and Titans are gonna be that division. I was just about to say that. Then that means that the AFC South might be worse than the NFC South. No, if it wasn't for the Jags, I we might have that conversation. Yes, but because of the Jags, they're not worse than the NFC South. Because there's at least a team that's like, oh, they deserve to be in the playoffs. That won a playoff game. Like, they're, 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 yeah, no. That didn't get worse, right? What, like, what, they made the playoffs, but they got significantly worse. What's bothering you about the, what's bothering you about the, about Tennessee? Is it the quarterback situation? I believe his first initial is R, his uh, second uh, last name is T, um, Brian Tannehill. Brian Tannehill, yeah. So, and listen, I love, I love Derrick Henry, but, I don't think he's going to be able to carry that team to a bunch of wins again. And you saw it at the tail end of last season, even like that, his body's breaking down. Yeah, it's tough. His run style is so, so like powerful that I still think he's going to look. He's still, I I don't think he's going to have a bad season. I just don't think he can carry this team because Tannehill just, Tannehill stinks. Tannehill stinks. So unless they like, and they're not going to play Malik Willis, they've already said they're not going to play him. So, but they have DeAndre now, so is that going to help give them a step up? Or is someone else throwing him the ball? Oh, still Tannehill. Who's <laughs> their backup quarterback? Malik. Any... Oh, oh, Derrick... I, I like him kind of. Yeah, me too. And, and Derrick Henry is what we call a violent runner. That's what he yeah. is. Yeah, and that's so tough, but... yeah. yeah. Um. All right, last one for tonight, and we can mm-hmm. pick up on the list next week. We've got okay. your favorite one. The so Green Bay yeah. <laughs> That's wild. The Green Bay Packers. I'm actually looking forward to the Green Bay Packers, Tone. The reason why I'm looking forward to the Green Bay Packers because I want to see what they got in Jordan Love. I want to see what they got in this kid. He's been sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for all these years. You spent the first round draft pick on him. They've been they've been having all of these issues. I mean, they went with the guy in Aaron Rodgers with a broken hand over Jordan Love. What does that tell me? Does that tell me that Jordan Love is that bad or were they just handicapped? He just wasn't ready. I'm really interested to see what he does. I think they win six games this year. Um, I have no interest in seeing them at all this year. Of course you don't. I, I hope that they win zero games this year. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I hope that they are finished where they should finish, fourth in the division, and 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 I hope that whoever they pick in the draft next year stinks. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're probably they're probably good for five. They're probably good for five, six wins, though, uh, because again, they're in the NFC. That there's just a lot of bad teams, so their schedules mm-hmm. be favorable, um, especially if they get to go up against that team in the Bay Area that doesn't have a damn quarterback. We'll be all right. Trey Lance, um, by the way, third string is where he's slotted right now. Your boy Trey Lance behind okay. Sam Darnold. Behind <laughs> Sam Darnold. Keep that we screwed up. him up. Oh, just so you know, we did. We screwed <laughs> him up. You did, you did screw him up. I think, I think we screwed him up. Yeah. But yeah. don't don't worry about it, H. Purdy is the guy. He's the guy. I'm sold. Oh, I, I'm Purdy sold. is the guy. I'm not worried. I, I, will, I will make you a bet today. Okay. Jay, if you lose, you got to shave your goatee. If I lose, I got to shave my head. 
Sam Darnold will start more games than Brock Purdy. I'll make the bet. Um, You're going to shave your head? No. <laughs> then there's no bet. <laughs> That's oh, no, high stakes for a bet. That's really, really. I'm not sold I'm on really, it. I'm not really sure if I want to agree to that. I don't. I bet, I don't Sam, know if I bet you Sam Darnold starts more games than than, than Brock Purdy. <sighs> You're not even willing to take that bet. That just tells me all I need to know. No, it's because of injuries, but I think it's very. Most, most I'm taking that bet, Tom. Oh, my. <laughs> all right. You. You're on, brother. You're on. Take that bet. Yes. We're doing it. We're I'm doing taking it. that bet. Yes, I am. I'll take that bet. All right. Sam Donald is a turnover machine. Starter. He is. Yeah, I think, we, I think even if Brock gets injured, we're going to see Trey Lance step up to his Sam second Donald injury. is a turnover machine. He <laughs> was that coming out of college. He was that with the Jets. He was that in Carolina. He's going to be that with the 49ers. No way. Does he start more games than Purdy? No. Oh. That's a safe bet. Um, I'll take that bet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's gold. That's gold. Um, okay. Reggie Reg, what up, chill? What up? Uh, Q Spades, is that fluent in the top left corner or Frank Isola? Frank Isola, he's from NBA. Uh, I know way more than Frank. Get out of here. Man. Mm-hmm. Frank's a they chill. Like they like him. Random guy speaks. It always seemed like the media and others want the WNBA to skip steps. Just let the game keep growing as it should. The success will come naturally. As it should. As, as as it has, I mean, the, the, w, the WNBA has come a lot further than what it did 25, 26 years ago when it first started in 1997. I mean, it's 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 a lot different today, and it's growing. And, like, and I, like I Tone said, yeah, sorry, sorry, go like, ahead, go. like 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 Tone said in 1979, they were talking about folding the NBA, yeah. folding it because this wasn't working. Enter Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, who saved the league. So. When you start to bring narratives into the WNBA, when you start to bring better players into the in, in, into the WNBA, I mean, this league, I do think that it's something that can, that can continue to materialize. I'm, I'm definitely feeling the WNBA being around. And enter Caitlin, enter Reese at, with Sabrina. This, this be, yeah. the, the, we need some young blood. It's coming. But, it's going to be. I, but I agree. I, I do agree. Let them grow at their own speed. And again, the mm-hmm. only thing I said was, just put that pay, put that revenue share into the same stratosphere as as every other sports league. It doesn't even have to be fifty. Make it forty. I don't care. Just make it close to every other team sport. Facts. Um, Angie Carr. I think Kobe. Oh wait, we already oh, we said that, that one. one. We said that one already. Yep. Reggie said, "I'm so rude." Hi, Haley. Hi, Reggie. H Boogie, what up? Hold on, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. I want to be clear with Reggie Radshu. I'm going to go in and 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 ban you from the chat. So, what up, chill? I'm so rude. Hi, oh, Haley. Maybe it's coming. I haven't. He yeah. he sends. Hey, he sends well, lots of individuals. So. <laughs> I was just playing. Um, I was just playing. Thanks, The misconception is that all you need to do is throw stars together and ex- and expect success. That's dangerous because the world doesn't think that way. That's why you see these great international teams. That's why you see Spain being as good as they are, France being as good as they are. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. The, the, the talent pool here in America is a little bit bigger, but how much better would we be if we actually had a national team like they do in France, like they do in Spain, and built it like that? How much better would we be? There's a reason that they say the sum of the parts right, is greater 
than the individual because yeah. the team is better than any. Listen, the, the Pistons showed not often, but a team can beat more talent. They showed us that. Tone, they would have beat y'all nine times if they'd have played y'all ten. Sadly, I, I'm not going to argue. You're right. I wish I could argue it. I can't. Angie hit us again. Dream and redeem worked because players were unified in the goal and put in the work to achieve the goal. Mm -hmm. They also had at least one guy, usually the captain, that took the responsibility to unify everyone. Which, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why we'd love to see, even if they're younger, to see some of those guys like Tatum or and that's what I think is going to be. If if there's a going to be an issue with Team USA, it's it's going to be again. Their best player is what Benchero or Ant, probably Ant. Mm -hmm. Who's going to be that person that's, that brings them together, right? Good point. Uh, random guy speaks. Whoa, I just hopped on the stream. I wasn't prepared for fresh face. Looks good, OG. Yeah. Thank you. Come out. Don't get used to it because Mrs. Fluent hates it. So the beard <laughs> of will. Of course be, she does. The beard will be back as soon as it can come back. It'll be back. Yep. Which and your daughter hates it too, I'm sure. My daughter. She only knows you. Yeah, I'm sure. That's not my dad. I don't my, know, daughter, my daughter absolutely hates it. My son. Absolutely. I was the same way. When she saw you, she was like, what are you doing, yo? I'm 100% confident when she saw you, she's like, what are you doing? I told her that I might do it. And she said, no, don't. And then when she don't. saw it, worse than I expected. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> what are you doing, dad? No. She was harsh. And, so, and by the way, and by the way, Tone, the, 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 the idea is don't do this again, dad. Oh, don't. yeah. No, I told you once. Don't ever do this again. I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> yeah, she was not a happy gambler. Um, Reggie Reg, ah, if Fluid dyed his hair blonde, he'd be Reggie, take it back. See? Uh -huh. I love her. There you go. There you go. He gives us all the love. Random mm -hmm. guy speaks. It always seemed like the median of... Oh, wait. We said that, we that one. Yep. You're struggling oh, over there. You need some well, help. we did out of order, so I'm trying we to... Got out of car. Just yeah. listen, listen, listen. Uh, Angie, Haley, PCG needs some diversity. Come through. Player's choice gridiron. Maybe we should do Wednesday P P PC gridiron. Well, yeah. I was going to say, get Angie on here. We could do a show together. Yeah, pull up, pull up. She knows Angie, listen that. and listen good, Angie. You asked me to go over to PC gridiron. I went over there. H Boogie is ours. Okay, we are not poaching her to any other shows. You already <laughs> get us on the panel. You got me on PC Gridiron. You got me in H in Tone here on Fluent yeah. and Chill. H is not going to PC Gridiron, especially with them dudes. Mm. No. Dub. See, Tyson, Tyson. <laughs> you might day. be right, Tyson Thomas. You might be right. Um, Hold on, Flint. You wild with that bet now. Mm. <laughs> it's set in stone now. Yeah. Uh, Fluent looks like he is one of those people who discovers the body at the start of each one. Or Donnie? He looked like he the one calling nine one one, and they interrogating him. So where where, where were you? Where, what what happened? Do you know what do you, what happened? Where 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 were you, John? To the ditch. I don't know how I got here. What what were you doing when when you found this in Central Park? Looking like going on. I've been looking like the dead body. So I'll I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's good. Um, Angie H. No BS. You resemble Gwen Stacy from Spider Verse. Have similar build and smile. Just need to go blonde and mo modded pixie cut. You pull it off. I get that. I always get her. Have you guys ever seen Lucifer? Lucifer. Lucifer with yeah. Detective Desher. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, her yeah, yeah. all the time too. But I've been blonde before, so maybe maybe I'll bring it back. But H is down with fluent and chill. She is ours. 
Raiders. So look I, out, yo. Watch I mean, out. Once no you're me. gonna shave your head, we're gonna see bald bald Haley in a minute. No, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear. Then I would look we'll like. Go no. back. We'll go back. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think so. I don't have the the capability for that. But yeah, good show, you guys. Um, no Spider Gwen. No Spider Gwen tonight. But what did I say? What time is mm-hmm. it? We got five minutes, so let's cover this that you sent oh. us and get to oh. the bottom of this. Oh I'm gonna read God. this. All right, chat. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna have another rant. Okay, go. Oh, okay. you oh, can no, do no. that too. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm gonna read off the 2024 first year eligibles for Hall of Fame, and let me know what you guys think. Uh, first, we got Vince Carter. Second, we got Jamal Crawford. Third, mm. Kyle Corford, Corver. Mm. Uh, we got Jay Noah. Tyson Joakim Jim. Noah. Joakim Noah. JJ. Come on. Talk to me. <sighs> okay, Vince. Okay, Vince. Vince will get in. Yes. Right. 21 years. Vince Sanity. All that good. Even though he didn't win anything, he's in. This yes. is a horrible class, by the way. So Vince is in. I think. Uh, who was the second one you said? Jamal Crawford? Yeah, Jamal. Here's my issue Jamal Crawford is a Hall of Famer. Right, one of the best, if not one of the best six men ever. He's a Hall of Famer based on who else is in the Hall of Fame. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? That's where I struggle because you know how I feel about that. Um, I'll, we'll get back to him in a second. Who was who's next on the list? You said Joakim Noah. Corver. Oh, Kyle Corver, no. Joakim Noah, no. JJ Barrera, no. Um, there was one more. Who would I miss? Uh, Tyson, Tyson Chandler. Chandler. Tyson Chandler's a tough one. <gasps> like I wouldn't put him in. I don't think he's a first ballot you Hall of Famer. <laughs> but I but yeah, I'm also okay. very tough on everybody. But I think because of like what he did defensively, right? He's an NBA champion, I believe defensive player of the year, you know, shot block leader a couple of times. Like I think he gets in. Again, my issue has always been that I don't I think I think the first ballot is is the one that hurts more because how can you have Jamal Crawford and Tyson Chandler being first ballot Hall of Famers? Like that means something to me, and I don't think they're there. But I think other people in the Hall are at the same level as those two guys, so they'll get into the Hall. I just struggle with the first ballot. I'm I'm what what I'm what I'm trying to make sense of is <clears throat> what I'm trying to make sense of is what is the criteria. So Tyson Chandler didn't go to college. He came right out of high school, right? So he did make the all-pro team one time. I, I, I will give him credit for that, Tone. He did make the all-pro team one time. He did make the all-star team one time. He made the all-league defensive team a couple of times. He did do that. And he did win an NBA championship. Is that Hall of Fame worthy in 18 years of playing pro basketball? So at the end of Tyson Chandler's career, is Tyson Chandler in the top 15 all-time in points? How about the top 20? No. How about the top 30? No. Is he in the top 10 all-time in rebounding? No. How about the top 15? I don't think so. So with that being said, to be an all-time great, we're talking about the Basketball Hall of Fame. This is an accumulation of your career. Tyson Chandler, when he stacks up against guys like Mutombo, because this is this is the position that we're talking about, Tone. Jabbar, Chamberlain, right. Russell, Lajuan, 
Diesel, David Robinson. These are the guys that he's going into the Hall of Fame and rivaling, rivaling. So that's not – he does not stack up to any of those guys. Why is J.J. Barrera on this list? I can appreciate the fact – maybe. Huh? International play, maybe? No, and because in international play, I mean, what did Puerto Rico do that was that significant? Didn't they beat Team USA? They beat them one time, and that was in 2004, and that was way before. I don't think he – was he even on that team? I, no, I'm, I'm guessing. I, I don't know why he's even on the list, to be honest yeah. with you. But listen, I'm clear with the people in the chat. What I said 30 seconds ago wasn't what my opinion is. It's what I think they're going to do. For me, you all know, none of these guys are getting in first ballot. None of them. And right. the only one should even be in the hall is Vince and not right. first ballot according to my standards. So right. this was what I think is going to happen. Yes, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You're saying J.J. Barrera. J.J. Barrera, why is he on this list? Uh, Joe Kim Noah is another one. It's for you LeBron what, fans. What, so, what, what's going on? What's going on with this? It's for J.J. Barrera is in the hall so that LeBron fans can say, oh, see, that Dallas Mavericks team had, look at all the Hall of Famers. Dirk Nowitzki, Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, J.J. Barrera. <laughs> This is unbelievable. <laughs> this, this this might be tone. This this might be, if not the worst, one of the three worst how, Hall of how Fame is classes. So bad. How is there no one? One of, the, one of the worst Hall of Fame classes that I've Wait, ever so seen. Wait, so outside of Vince, who do you think out of those other four players you would say? All right, he zero, none, zero. If Tyson Chandler getting in, if Tyson Chandler's getting in, Marcus can be getting in too. Yes. Is it? Do they have to? To um, nominate so many guys, like, does it have to always be five? So they're like, if if you're in a really bad class, you might just get in, or can't they just say? And and by the way, and, and I was just about to say this: eight of these five guys, they're nominated. That don't mean they're getting in. Yeah, yeah, they're just nominated. Just nominated. Yeah. That does that does not mean that they're getting in. They may not have a Hall of Fame class this year. That in in twenty four, because with the exception of Vince Carter, Vince, yeah. that's it. He the only one that he the only one that gets in. What, what happened? Alcova is not a whole fan. None of them get voted in. I'd be surprised Vince if Vince will, right? didn't get voted in. I'd yeah. be really surprised if Vince didn't Especially get voted in. Especially how easy. It, no, no, I'm yeah. just, easy. I'm just asking though. If, if not, do they, they just don't have a Hall of Fame ceremony? No, because there's other people who get in. Tony, so it's women's basketball. There's contributors. Oh, right, right, right. There's other people. There's other people who get in. So. And the chat, I don't really, like I said, I don't really pay much attention to the chat, but from time to time, I'll peek into it. You dudes are going to ride this J.J. Barrera locking up LeBron James thing for the rest <laughs> of your life. You dudes are so ridiculous with that, but make sure that you leave it, make sure that you don't leave out four times won the NBA championship, four times won, not only four times won the NBA championship, four times won the league MVP. And that Dallas Maverick team, by the way, that won the NBA championship that year, Dirk Nowitzki didn't get out of the first round for the next nine seasons that he played, by the way. So we could very well say that that team was a fluke. We could very well say that, that they were a fluke. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, JJ, yeah. Lock him up. let him know, chill. Um, all right. Lock him up. <laughs> Last super chat, unless you have any final thoughts on that, that class. Uh, no, no, it's 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 horrible. It's it's horrible. Uh, did, did Tracy McGrady, did Tracy McGrady like? Did Tracy McGrady make the? For, was he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah. So, ballot, Vince, so Vince will be first ballot because he's better than him. So okay. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Random guy speaks fluent. Look 
like he lost a street race to Dom Toretto and was the same <laughs> after. <laughs> you know what I do have? Family. Oh, one more, Angie. Uh, where y'all got the Ravens this year? Uh, well, we'll definitely get there next week, but yeah, quick, quick thoughts on the Ravens. Hmm. Okay. Um, if, if Lamar Jackson is healthy, mm-hmm. that team could win their division because Burrow is hurt. So, depending on how long he gets, he takes to get back. So, I think, I think if Cincinnati lives up to expectations, second in that division, I think they're still better than Cleveland. Um, and I think they're better than Pittsburgh. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Baltimore. I don't think this this Joe Burrow injury is as significant as everybody's making it. Yeah, that's as, long that, as, as long as he's back, I think they, I think they just holding him out more than anything. Um, he's safe. I still think I think Cincinnati's the class of that division. I think Baltimore, with now getting ODB, now can they now that that's now a guy that Lamar Jackson can throw to. Does that mean that th- does that mean that he's going to be successful? They still don't got a run game, and his 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 play style still is not conducive to the game today because he's going to break down like he's done in years past. So I'll be interested. Cleveland's going to be a lot better, even though they did lose Kareem Hunt. But Cleveland's going to be. A, I think Cleveland's going to be going to be better this year. Deshaun Watson's going to be a lot better um, than, than people give him credit for. Me and Mariah. It's not OBD. Mm-hmm. It's OBJ. It's actually ODB, Odell Beckham. That's his name, Odell Beckham. ODB, that's him. That is his name, Odell Beckham Jr. ODB. Yes, sir. I do. Okay, I know we're out of time now, but I got to say this. How the bleep does this dude from Barstool Sports? Sell Barstool Sports to Penn Entertainment 100% for $550 million Hmm. months ago, not years ago, months ago, and buy 100% back for $1. Tell me me that isn't the biggest scam BS bullcrap you haven't heard in your entire life. Hmm. Have you have you heard this? Have you heard this story yet, or no? He just bought it back yesterday for a dollar for one for, back from Penn Entertainment. Okay. Sold it for five hundred million and bought it back for a dollar. Dave Dave Portnoy bought yeah. paid one dollar, yes, one dollar to buy Barstool Sports back from Penn. Um, Never trusted Dave. He he. Me neither. H sound like some nonsense. With that guy. I mean, mm. now now, Penn Entertainment clearly is going to make some money because at the same time that that was announced, they announced that they are partnering long term deal with ESPN to create ESPN Bet. Penn Penn Entertainment is a gambling thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm guaranteed ESPN is paying them a billion dollars and yeah. said, hey, you can't own Barstool and partner with ESPN, so you have to sell it back. Right. The only way they can get him to do it quick was, well, we'll give it to you for a dollar. And now the frat boys who think fart jokes are funnier than sports um, are back in business. Running the Barstool yeah. Sports. Barstool, yeah. It's a joke. One I mean, dollar, our, one I dollar. guess we have our own. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say No, I, hey, listen. It's <laughs> are we that hard. high? <laughs> but yeah, I think. Um, I, I Listen, I we, we have to get on. And I'm, I know 
or just our timing never works because she does shows every night. But we are going to get on Trista Crick, who used to work. Because yeah. uh, I would love I to get her take on this. Actually, I'm yeah, gonna, we need to get you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to message her and ask for her take. So yeah. even if you can't come on, I can read it to you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and maybe we could work with her to get an early morning show. But all right, you guys. Well, we're yeah, going to sign off for One Dollar Save Club. I'm part yeah, of the One Dollar yeah. Save <laughs> That's still a thing, right? Is that still a thing? It is. Dollar Shave Club. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Tom. Oh, just like the dollar store and it's like one fifty now? No, no, it's a dollar. Oh. No, but I think the At Dollar Save Club, you still give them a dollar and you like oh. send, your, send your razor every month or something. No, no. All right. Well, appreciate you all joining in tonight. Um, we'll get to the rest of the list for NFL next week and um, get excited. But yeah, for now, Jay. Take it light, but take it. It was a friendly Canada let Germany win to let Dennis Schroeder look